I was thinking about it. You know, I'm I'm an introvert. Like I'm I'm, I'm a, a painfully and a, and always have been a painfully sort of interior person. You can you can change that as much as you want. If you if you packed everything up, like cut the internet off and move to a new town, like who would you be there? If you wake up every day, you have a capacity to be great. I ask you something. Is is the next thirty seconds guaranteed? Never. Never. To answer every day when you go to bed. Were you a good person? Were you kind? Did you care about others? Or were you selfish and only thought about what you wanted? Continuing to ask questions in like a kind or positive way. If I can create a spot where people can come together. Stay off the internet. Stop researching because all you're going to do is get in your head. I did what everybody does when you're about to die, start praying. This might be my last fork in the road. Get busy living or get busy dying. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to our journey, where open dialogue and curiosity are the only requirements. Whether it be serious or lighthearted, music, heroing stories, aliens, or politics <laughs> or comedic debauchery, we attempt to peel the layers back and connect together in a way that's genuine and honest. Without any script or idea what the hell is going to happen, this is Organic Curious Human Interaction. We thank you for joining us and ask if you enjoy the show, please do all the things that social media requires for its more ridiculous algorithms. The like button, follow, subscribe, comment, and review. And although we may have a disdain for algorithms, it's how the internets work. But if you have as much disdain for them as we do, you can visit the website, chroniccuriosity.com. The link is in the description. You can find all of our stuff there. And the store, Tony, which you can pick yourself up some fantastically curious merchandise. Welcome to Chronic Curiosity. And here we go. Cool. Good. Well, here we are. Nice. Glenn and Gary. Hey. Back again. Repeats. Back again. <laughs> I love it, though. I'm super excited. I have, um, as always, no idea what's going to go on. But uh, we, did, we did collect some... Um, as Cass reminded me after you had mentioned the idea, Gary, of having just ran like a bunch of questions and just just going around. Yeah, but he had consequences on those questions. Yeah, well, well that, did was you, the second, that was the second thought. Yeah, <laughs> he told me about. Yeah, yeah he well, told me about. That's actually, a cool idea. Yeah, yeah. What's the nastiest? Thing I was I've talking ever about how how could you? Yeah, make sure you get that. How could you? I didn't realize we were wrong. Yeah, you can, you it can was tell never that fact. Thing. Yeah. How could? I was thinking, how could we? make the podcast like different right there's a billion podcasts where people just talk and ramble on about anything and everything but if there was a podcast where you're starting with unknowns and like ourselves and you made it so that you know you i can't even remember how i formatted it in my head but basically it'd be you guys ever watch around the horn on espn so yeah, I'm familiar. basically what around the horn is, is there's a, a host and they ask a question. Everybody goes around and gives their opinion mm -hmm. and the host selects the best answer out of them. So they'll silence everybody and, and let that person speak more on the topic. Well, let's say the topic was whatever it is and everybody gave their answer and the worst answer has a consequence, whether that be a shot of we got 10 different shots here. You don't know what they are. Take a shot. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, saying so, now people are tuning in just to see what that consequence is on top How of the topics. Yeah, yeah and, and we just named shots. There can be you have to eat something. You got to, you know, do something within the realm of this table. But 
it's something different where I think it would oh, pick up. Yeah. I'm down for the idea. Well, I so, just pitched them the other day, too. We could do something, uh, record it like we normally do, but do um, set up another camera for a live. Yeah. Broadcast. Like a post. So, yeah, like and have like live on Facebook or in, wherever it is. And so people could like see it live and like interact or like and then throw random questions out or, you know, something like that. We can set that up. That would be good. You're going to be the consequence guy? You're going to bring the consequences? <laughs> I think we can all come up with some, some, rough, <laughs> stuff, some rough stuff. I'm down for that. It sounds like a, It'd be fun. It sounds like a terrible, uh, fun a, time. Yeah, yeah. terrible, great idea. <laughs> terrible yeah, idea of a fun do time. It. Let's do it. <laughs> No. You, you have to make sure we have don't have any like allergies or anything first. You guys, you know, like the allergic to anything? Oh, we, we got we got EpiPen. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we got waivers. Hey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, half this room's learned doctors. <laughs> <laughs> He's all right. He's all right. Yeah. Yeah, Next, yeah, we'll give him a shot of something. <laughs> give him another one. Yeah. Oh, sounds like a good time. Let's do it. Um, we could we just kick off right. There's a, a list. On the um, the bottom, there's a Word document down there. If you want, we can just go right into it. Just, just dive some, right in. Just, di- just throw some questions out. You don't want to talk politics no, or current the events? the bottom of the screen. <laughs> oh, no. I don't know. There's enough politic talk. There is enough politics until. It just moves so fast. It does. Everything. You know, well, I was thinking about it the other day, too. Um, I, I, I go back and forth on whether it's craziness because it's craziness or it's craziness because we have so much access to everything all of the time around the clock and Non-stop. everybody's just not the 24 hour news cycle you think, you think that's what it is it's just the it's not access. helping i mean it's not helping <laughs> i mean it's definitely access i mean i talked to somebody about this the other day like growing up like you had your village if you will like your little city so you had your little cluster and like whatever data you got from the outside was pretty limited so kind of you know based on whatever the village mentality was that was your upbringing you know what i mean in terms mm-hmm. of like your morals your character like that kind of stuff like now global access so it doesn't matter where you grow up you still get influenced by the rest of the world so they just not random unrelated but related kind of to your conversation in terms of like data access and like information access yeah you think you're talking to somebody that's a couple of states away but they end up in a room in saudi arabia something with their 500 twitter accounts something <laughs> whatever yeah. it is bought in a way yeah, yeah. yeah. it's not, not even bots though they're real people yeah trolls yeah yeah, yeah. intended i get paid to do that yeah <laughs> just be an ass and just get paid to be an asshole <laughs> like, i have like 20 great. accounts yeah. on like, literally like, no consequence yeah, yeah. you suck <laughs> yeah. for no reason that's a stupid idea yeah. why because i said so because <laughs> right. moving I, on to the next person yeah <laughs> yep <laughs> did you find them that list so do um there so we had a handful of questions because i kind of put some feelers out since we've had that discussion um so we've got some random questions um i have i I've seen them, but I haven't. I haven't thought about them. You <laughs> um, cheated. You should have right. looked. What, I, what else? Were, like, what yeah. else am I supposed to do? Um, Pass them the gas. Correct. Yeah, I, Don't look. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't really put thought into them, but do you want to make some kind of to rules as far as like going around the table? Like, don't like maybe you can't repeat the same answer that somebody else gives. I mean, I think we're all smart enough not to do that, anyways. Or. Yeah, I, I don't even know what to expect with these. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't even remember. Just how let's just go so, and see what happens. Yeah, uh, we can revalue it if need be. Yeah. Well, Gary brought the idea up, so he can start. What's the f- <laughs> get, pitch him the first question? If you were put into witness protection, <laughs> what's your new name and where do you go? Oh man! 
All right. Just like truth or dare. Yeah. <laughs> Witness protection. I have to go a place where you least expect to find me. So that would be a black man in the middle of a country white town that's like very Iowa. cold. So that's like Montana cold. or something like that. The mountains Yellow of- Springs. <laughs> Montana, yeah. that's where I want to go. <laughs> the mountains of Montana. So are you trying to stick out or not? <laughs> Good point. You made, um, you see He's yourself. You're a witness, right? you're witness protection. It's not like you're out grocery shopping. Yeah. You can't do anything. Yeah. Based on the question, what would my name be, though? Mm. Oof. Oh, oh boy. Uh, pass. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I circle back around on that one. <laughs> You'd be like one of those, like, Jen Saki is in the room. Right? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like one of those you people gotta, that, uh, when, like, they call you for, like, a telemarketer, and, like, they have some, some acts that you know they're not from the United States. Yeah. They're like... Hello, my name is George. And you're like, right. like you no, don't sound like a you're George. You're not a bro. George. Like, your, parents, <laughs> your parents did not name you George. Yeah. You yeah. Don't lie to me. Yeah. yeah. I, you don't have an alias? Or no, like, name that you, like, go like by? That I, no. Most people not usually that create. Put out there, yeah. Yeah, not, yeah. <laughs> no. I don't have an alias or anything. I, I mean, I hate my name, but I'm stuck with it. What's wrong with your name? That's an old white man's name. <laughs> Gary. How many how many young people you know named Gary? How many young people you know named Frederick? <laughs> I'm right with you. I, I, I didn't say I love your name. <laughs> I, 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 it's like your name equals suck. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, on the, we're on the same boat. I, I had a I got an x-ray the other day and I'm um, sitting in the waiting room and the nurse comes mm-hmm. in. She's like looking around, she's like, Frederick? You're like, I'm like, Yeah, it's me. She's like Oh, Fred. okay. And I'm like, yeah, I'm probably a little younger than most of the Fredericks you see. Yeah. She was like, oh, well, you, you gotta I, start I, somewhere. She didn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. time I enter, like I meet somebody, I'll be like, yeah, my name's Gary. They'll be like, I didn't see that coming. That's that's my dad's name. Or that's that's my uncle's name. Yes, I, I, I know. I know how this works. Yes. I didn't pick it. I, I'm stuck with it. It's kind of messed up. And ironically, off topic, I'm the only one in my family without a middle name. And I'm not the firstborn. Hmm. My older brother has a middle name. name. My sister has a middle name. My mom has a middle name. Everybody has a middle name. I don't have one. I I always ask my mom, "Did you just forget? Like, did, was the birth that terrible that she just just Gary like, Chain?" Just, well, now's your chance. You can give yeah, yourself a middle your, name. Yeah, you can give yourself a middle name. No. Yeah, even spend more time on this. Uh, like, what would my middle name be? Uh, start with the N, so my initials are G and C. Oh, yeah. there you go. Know, I know that much. Yeah, you guys can done. Think on that. So, so speaking that. as a foreigner, like, what's the purpose of a middle name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. Do you not have a middle name either? I mean, not le- well legally, maybe just because like so legally, my name is Glenn Gennady Goikberg. Like Gennady's my Russian name. Okay. But I think at some point I just threw it in a document. I just kind of stuck. So I mean, so when you say Gennady's your Russian name, like if you went over there, that's, my, that's, that's Glenn and Craig. okay, that's gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's yeah. what I was asking. Yep. So yeah, my initials are GGG, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, just where I come from, it's just first name and like last name. Like there's no middle name. So I mean, it's just I mean, the historical purpose no, of a middle is. name is to honor some related family or person, godparent, or even a completely mm-hmm. unrelated person, such as a local or nationally. Prominent figure. Huh? There you go. 
to just another person to name. Yeah. Well, there's some places where they have like five names. That is or true. More. Or titles or yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's I, called a show dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm the third, so the third. I my parents didn't even like try to yeah. name me. They were like, yeah. "Well, he, he did one, he's the junior, so he'll we'll just be the third." <laughs> <laughs> like, bunch of lazy asses. Right. <laughs> Frederick the third. Yeah. yeah. Where? So where are you going, Gary or Glenn? Where am I going? Um, I would have to go somewhere with pretty comfortable weather. Um, <laughs> He's like, I'm thinking about comfort. Correct, comfort. Uh, with definitely some nature, lakes, or water access, so I can do some fishing. Um, you remember, you're trying to get this is witness protection, so you, you yeah, so you a, live like right, not so, where you get to enjoy the. Why can't it be both? Yeah. I mean, well, he's got a lake, so when they come to shoot him up, he dives in the lake because right. the water stops the bullets. I'm just, I, I just, I've seen, seen that in a movie. Yeah, I've seen that in the movie. That's right. Yeah, that's right. I think it's a real thing. Yeah, I mean, I take off in my boat. Like, yeah. They're not gonna catch me. Yeah. Okay, that's a good idea. I need yeah. a boat. Yeah. See, he's, he's <laughs> and maybe a helicopter. Yeah. So I'm really James Bond. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, but yeah, if I'm gonna rat somebody out, I guess I might as well live in comfort. So right. Um, <laughs> rat. I mean, isn't that kind of like that's the assumption then, right? If you're yeah. protection, yeah, if more you're, often. Someone's right? trying to kill you. That... I mean, I guess I could have, yeah, just whistleblow, but I guess there's that part. Uh, so I don't know. So I mean, is this in the country? Or just probably anywhere in the world. I don't know. I'd be like in the Maldives or something like that, or just. Do I need a job? Is that a part of? Like, I don't know. Do you? Yeah. Do you need a job? I feel or, like some people do, don't they? Or is there just money? But I mean, do they do it because they have to, or is it like actually just kind of part of their cover? So. I, I would, do, yeah, at that point, I would just do kind of the, the bare minimum. So, I mean, just live in some sort of tropical island with access to a variety of things. And See, I'm envisioning, like, safe, like a safe house. I'm stuck in this house yeah. with, like, cops working the house 24-7. That's what I'm thinking when I, when yeah. I think this. So, regardless of the at, what's outside around me. Yeah. If you have a, like a compound though, uh, right? a Walking Dead, and we're, 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 we're <laughs> co- then yeah. Well, who was that? Uh, wasn't there was a guy? Wasn't it? I think we talked about this before, Tony. It was the um, the guy from the documentary Icarus. Obviously, it wasn't from the documentary. The documentary was about him. Yeah. He was the the Russian Olympic doping team guy that yeah. like ratted on him, and then ended up now he's in like protection he's somewhere, like. Yeah. somewhere like around the clock with bodyguards yeah. and he basically le- never leaves his house because like there were putin was like right hey. <laughs> as soon as we yeah, catch him yeah. yeah like and they'll come back like yeah. years and years later they'll like just let him let everybody forget about him like 25 years later they're like they're gone. playing the long game yeah, the long game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. they got patience yes i mean yeah that's what some of that is so what's your name yeah, what's your name it's my name i You'd have to be something like sexy. I, mean, yeah, I knew it. You just would have to be just some sort of just <laughs> like just hugely ambiguous and just why not, right? Um, I don't know. I, I would need to come back to that too because I'm not that creative with it. Like I just know what it should be. I'm good at like telling people what to do, just not doing per se. So, no. no. You next, Tony. Oh, uh, so my my name would be Mike Haunch. <laughs> Mike Haunch. All right, that's my name. Spread my whole butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm stuck between two places. Uh, the first would be, I was thinking tropics too. I was thinking like the Seychelles. There's a beach there uh, in La Digue called the Sorsons d'Argent. It's oh, supposed Jesus. to be like super beautiful. Yeah, what country? It's what, like hemisphere, yeah. So it's it's Africa. Africa, yeah. yeah. Seychelles. Uh, you're getting over there kind of by that 
like Somalia area, but it's like a very okay. beautiful island. Okay. So I was thinking it'd be interesting to maybe see what's up with some pirates. Is it by Mad- Madagascar? Oh, yeah. Is that the other side? Oh, uh, dangerous area. I think it's it is by Madagascar, yeah. but it's north of that. Okay. Uh, or uh, I was thinking mountains too. So like Kalispell in Montana, like or Cal- in, entrance yeah. to. More cowbells, yeah. More cowbells, yeah. More cowbells. Montana, more cowbells, yeah. So, Mike Hunch. Mike Hunch. Mike Hunch. The Seychelles. More cowbell. Cowbell. Gotcha. So, would you have a job then, or what would you do? Either a pirate or... uh, (laughs) I mean, when it's Somalia, yeah. I mean, why not, right? (laughs) Why not? (laughs) But, like, would you be, like, your own, like, whole, you know, have your own boat and crew? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd fly a flag and everything. You'd fly a flag. Yeah, I'd have an eye patch. Like, like, dress up like old school, like actual old school pirates. I'll be be on your flag, just like Skull and Bones or something. Like, what is this, Jack Sparrow? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Who's a terrible pirate. Probably just don't kill me real pirates. Don't kill me real pirates. probably have a syringe and, like, (laughs) scientific periodic table stuff. Right, it would right. actually say proceed worldwide. It would just be boats and hose. <laughs> boats and hose. Yeah. The Nina, the Penta, and the Santa Maria. Boats and hose. It's not a bad idea. Nice. Oh. All right. My conch. My conch. Yep. Mm. I love the thought of being in a tropical island, but I'm not that intelligent to know mm-hmm. all those islands all over the place or where i'd go to be less like i didn't i ended up picking a place that would be really cool but <laughs> then it actually ended up being less safe it's like a spring break destination <laughs> yeah wasn't that right. frederick right. Yeah. We, uh, short story we yeah. had a guy um we uh we used to go to Roverfest all the time i'm not familiar um but uh we had a guy that we used to work with. He told we all like a bunch of us went up there for the the event, and he told his wife he was going out of town for work. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, those were the which work people, but the next morning, the local newspaper had an article <laughs> on the event, and here he is crowd surfing at the concert, like just yeah, full like on his best life. Like, yeah, full right. on. And like, literally like two days later, he's like, yeah, I'm not allowed hanging out with you guys anymore. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. That's so bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. Like crazy. out of all the people, like he's just front page, just like, yeah. <laughs> drinking one hand cigarette in the other, yeah. like crowd surfing. His wife was like, Oh, work event. Huh? Right. Uh, <laughs> lunch break. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I'd probably end up being really lame and just going out like in maybe like, southern canada or something like that out in the middle of absolutely nowhere i can deal with the cold just but that's almost more like a vacation just leave me alone. Right. nobody right. just a you know right. a lake and just a cabin somewhere All right that's funny yeah what's your name Ooh, timotheus <laughs> Timotheus? Yeah. I've like, always liked that name. Timotheus. Timotheus. This Tim. Oh, yeah, Kathy sure. just puked in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, she did <laughs> she for like, sure. Timotheus. Yeah, yeah, you need to have another child for that. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, that's what that was always my... Next time you get mad at him, call him Timotheus. Timotheus. Yeah, you can yell it too. Timotheus. With his middle name and that last name, <laughs> yeah. the third, yeah. yeah. Well, that was always a thing, like, when we found out that she was pregnant, we were having a kid, and like, well, trying to think of names, like, boy, girl. Yeah. Like, took us a little while to think of one for a girl, and then, like, we could not come up with it's like for, for a boys boy. like tim yeah, he's like, you're tim, like i mean that's really yeah, tim playing, Mothius? Uh, Mothius? Yeah. <laughs> yeah she's like no absolutely not yeah you we'll throw call him timmy yeah. we'll call him timmy yeah. good call cast yeah. 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 yeah like i got a buddy you name his kid maximus you know that that kind of reminds me of that yeah like why maximus. not no f's given let's go just yeah timotheus i feel like that's a that's a fairly common name in some places though maximus yeah 
I just, I just literally just ran across, not personally, but I saw someone the other, their name was. I know two was, Maximus. Yeah. Me see? Mm-hmm. I was really? Like, like, I'm just, yeah. I don't know where that derives from. The only Max I know is a dog. Like, I, I just don't know any other like, Maximuses. Were the, are they, were they born before or after the year 2000? Uh, one is the, after. The Maximus one is before. Decimus Meridius. Yeah. No, it wasn't, it was Maximilian. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that any. Yeah, Maximilian. I saw. That. I was like Maximilian. I was like, someone actually named their kid that. I'm like, oh. yeah. like so I know one other Max. I do know one other Max. Anyways, oh. I digress. I'm just Tim- Timotheus. Timotheus, yeah. it is. <laughs> well, Living that was somewhere a, in the middle of Canada yeah. with nothing. Yeah, well, just, it's like a biblical name that always stuck out to me. An so. axe and probably a bunch of sharp objects. And, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And game. You figure out your name yet? Still working on. I, <laughs> I think. Circle back I think around. what I would do. Um, I don't have an exact name, but I've always been a fan of, I don't know why, but I've been a fan of people that have a last name that's their first name. Like, oh. like, cause, cause I never minded like when I was in school, especially like high school, people were like, Chaney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> need some paper towels on aisle four. <laughs> <laughs> I never minded when people were like, Chaney, Chaney, cool. you know, instead of, especially since I'm not a fan of my first name. So, uh, you know. I don't know. He's talking like Chad Brad. <laughs> Bradley Chad. Like, uh, I don't even know. But you guys get what I'm, where I'm at with this. I mean, there's got to be a generator out there online. You can just plug, where you plug a couple things in. It'll just keep popping out names. So. Yeah, I don't know if I ever, I have a hard time trusting people with a last name right. or a first name. Or two last names or two first names. Like William Williams or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, yeah, that's where yeah maybe but then at the same time i think like i feel bad for them like but your parents and you also know those premeditated too that wasn't just like randomly like they actually yeah, yeah they, thought, they, had a they child. thought on that one yeah. correct dude, what like, about, this what is what we're gonna do what about terrible names you hear like i knew there was a dude in shreve that would get prank called all the time and his first name was harold and his last name was b-o-h-n-e-r it was, oh, and it was Harold Boner. Harold Boner. Yeah. Harry Boner. Yeah. Harry Boner. <laughs> There's a trash can right there. You can throw this. Oh, yeah. It's right mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah, I went to school with a, na- with a guy. What was his name? It was, oh, it was Jacob Russell Kopf. Kopf? He went by Russell instead of Jake. He put those. So his name was Jacob. He went by Russell, and then for the we knew him for years, and we found out his first name. Someone said like, "Uh, "Jacob Kauf." We're like, "Your name was Jake this whole time," and he was like, "Son of a bitch!" Like you can see it in his eyes. He's like, "They figured it out." Yeah, it's like his senior year of high school. Yeah, he made it all these years without anybody saying anything. That's exactly what happened. He's like. You were jack off this whole time. Right. <laughs> we never knew. <laughs> we missed out. Yeah. yeah. That's what with my last name, we picked pretty short, common names for our kids. Like that was premeditated. You know. I could see that. Just right. So we thought it through or tried to think it through. Yeah, it could be a difficult last name for. I mean, because kids are assholes, and like we're oh, like, yeah. just to make sure that yeah, we don't give them any other reason or right. any more reasons to be asshole to our kids. They can do that themselves. I, I mean, I, I was bullied growing up. Like, my wife was bullied, so I don't know. We just gave it more thought maybe than somebody else. Yeah, my name is too hard. You talk about, like, the last name thing, like, when they 
you know, especially in sports, it's like, like it's like a thing in sports. People just call you by your last name. Right. Yeah. They didn't like, they never did that for me. Cause it's hard to like, it doesn't make sense when, like <laughs> when, like, like there was a little bit of that, like, when, oh, get over like yeah. it's like, Oh, winner. Like, but that's not that funny. Yeah. So it's hard. Like, to, like, it was, it was hard to, to joint those things together, but I was always last because it was a W. So right. I can understand that. Right. You got, you got another one for us? You all have girls, so this is fitting. As a father of a daughter, if she were going to another girl's house, would you expect to be told if only the father was there watching them? Oh, that was a yeah, that was a absolute listener one that we talked. Actually, is, that was from somebody that was on the show before. This is assuming. I hate to add to the question, but this is assuming you don't know the dad. No, I think that you you could. Okay. This is a really good question because I have That's often absolutely. I have thought of this. Kyrie, Especially as the kids get older. I dropped Kyrie off at a babysitter one time. There was other kids. Dad was there, not the friend who was supposed to be the babysitter, and I called off work. Like I just, yeah, I would absolutely. I knew him, yeah. but I just yeah, that was not. I was not mentally prepared for that, and it was just not going to happen. I would absolutely need to know. Absolutely. So I'm going to take a different perspective on this. <clears throat> I'm going to be the dad that's getting the kids dropped off and think of it from that perspective. So I would almost be, af- I'd almost be offended if like, for example, you caught off work and or canceled the, the play date or whatever it is, just on the strength of a dad being there instead of a mom which I understand the reasoning behind it. But would you tell them ahead of time? You know, I had a specific babysitter. You know, she was the babysitter. She was not there. She was not going to be home for a couple of hours. I wasn't notified of that. So I show up, and now it's the dad, who I don't deal with very often. If he was the primary parent, then that would have been fine. But if it's only the dad and... I guess in that scenario that, that makes that makes sense. But if well, I'm sorry, real if, quick. Like the other scenario, just I think along those lines would just be as simple as like a husband and a wife, and like they're supposed to watch the kids, and all of a sudden, like you show up, and the wife is out getting a pedicure for like yeah. two hours or something like that, and then you know it's just the dad that's has the mm-hmm. kids, the daughter, your daughter for the next two hours, you know, while the wife is away doing something else. Mm-hmm. So, what what are your thoughts on that? Pretty similar, right? It would for me. It would depend on who who it is. You know, how close, I, we're very, she doesn't go very many places, because right. um, we're pretty st- strict with that, um, but there are some men that I would, tr- you know, families that I would trust if mom was gone and dad was there, if they said, hey, this is happening, okay, well, I would want to know, or I wouldn't want to be caught off guard, so it's, would you expect to be told if only the father was watching them, so it's not whether if you would let them do you think that you basically deserve to be told? I don't. I think if I left her here <clears throat> with you here, and let's say I don't know you guys very well, okay, which in reality I don't know you guys all that well. Um, it's, I left it's you guys. It's about, well, yeah, it's about six hours worth. I, right. I, yeah. eight hey, hours we're building on our time now. Yeah. <laughs> so there. I leave you guys with her for a play date. I've met your daughter a thousand times. Okay, they go to school together, whatever. And 
you know, we talk and I'm like, okay, cool. We'll bring her over on Saturday, whatever. And I bring her over. And for whatever reason, when I get here, both you guys are here. Or even when I get here, just you're here. Okay. And then he shows up later after I've left. And let's just say, for instance, you leave and you go to the store or maybe you're out in the yard doing yard work and he's, he's manning the house. I think if I showed back up and it was just him, he'd be like, oh, Cass, she ran to the store. She's doing this. I don't think I'd be mad that I wasn't notified. Like, hey, I'm going to leave. Like, I'm trusting this situation, period, regardless of I'm trusting both parents at this point. It's not I trust one parent more than the other based on sex or whatever, especially, you know, because we're basically saying this is all boils down to is the dad a creep or not it's, that's that's what it's boiling down to because at the end of the day if he already has a daughter chances are he didn't do anything to his daughter hopefully he doesn't do anything to your daughter but women are just as capable too it's just not as likely so or not as reported or or maybe that too so i i think i would you know be i think you you take if you're taking the risk or if we want to call it a risk or trusting that situation enough to let your kid over there in the first place, then you have to trust that it's a, a safe environment. I'm not coming through your house, making sure there's no sharp corners and there's no, there's no weapons out and this or the, you're trusting that it's a safe environment you, that you've invited my child into a safe environment, whether that be one parent in the house, both parents, the mom, the dad, the grandpa, you know, whatever. Uh, that's how I look at it. So maybe I'm a, Maybe I'm too. Tr- I don't know. That's I think just that's my... a very good point. So trusting the environment. Yeah. 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 As it, opposed, if the dad is possibly, you know, sketch or whatever, sus. You probably. That's the kid's name, sus. Oh, is that sus. what it is? Oh, is that the sus. anymore? Then yeah. yeah, you wouldn't want sketch. her there. I mean, like, are you salty you know, dog? Is that early two thousands? On a different. Let's look at it this way, though. Let's say that scenario did happen, and you show up, and it's just the dad how do you respond? Because now you make yourself to look crazy. If you say, nobody thought to tell me that, that he was going to be here watching the kids and that you left. Be, as a mom, I'd be like, I didn't think it was a big deal. This is the same guy that raised my daughter for the last 10 years. I, mm-hmm. Sorry, I, I, I know you guys didn't meet, but I know you know he exists. And that, you know, this is my family. Like, now you're offended. This play date will never happen again on both, on both parents. Like, right. It's over. Yeah, it's not you. It's me. Mm. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like maybe I've seen too many criminal minds or something like that. But like I just, I, I. So I don't feel comfortable when like there's if it's just me and like some other random kid or like my kid's friends. Just it, it's just such a weird world. And like I'm in the Cub Scouts, like with my son, and like that there's a rule where you can't. It just can't be you and like somebody else's kid, like type of thing. So I mean, it's. I, 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 I'm pretty protective of my kids. I would do anything for my kids. I mean, I think from that point, especially my daughter and it, you know, as she gets older, it scares the hell out of me as everything goes on. So yeah, but I mean, I do, I think to Gary's point, like, I, yeah, just if, if that's going to happen, I need to know what's going on, kind of what's the environment, like what's the person. So just, I, I think I'm a pretty good judge and read of character in the situation. So let me make that decision. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it, odds are everything's fine, but you have to kind of follow your gut as to like when you show up and 
something just doesn't seem right, then you have to have the wherewithal, kind of the internal wherewithal to maybe pull back, if you will. So, so I don't know if that answers the question directly, but would I be comfortable with it? Not necessarily, but you still have to just put all the data together. It's a complex question. It is. It, it's, I mean, it's in today's world, it's a very, yeah. it, it's something we need to all be considerate of, in my opinion. Uh, for me, it just depends on who it is. So, like, I mean, you know, not that you're a watching her, but you've had Stitch out there with you running around jumping <laughs> yeah, off stuff and beating the crap out of me with a stick. Yeah. <laughs> what I tell my kid not to do with the dog. Yeah. Tony's dog just out of nowhere just comes up behind me, like, whack, whack, whack. I'm like, like yeah, that's my girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, it, it just depends. I mean, you know, if, I would feel very comfortable with my daughter being around any of you guys. Like, no, but I think to the, I, I think the way we're taking the question would be more of like a co, you know, a parent of like another kid at school, not somebody that you know. Per se, if if like, it was someone I didn't know, you like, know what I mean? It's yeah, it, it's so, like you're setting a play date with yeah. your kids, and all of a sudden, is you it a play date or is it a babysitter? What is it? Or is it, it she's going to another girl's house, so I right. would imagine like a friend's house. Oh, oh uh, yeah, yeah I'd probably if I don't really know, yeah, I'd not like know. yeah, yeah, not, yeah, just because I, I mean, yeah, I'd I definitely want to know. Yeah. So the, the world is a weird place. And, uh, no, same. I mean, there's been times like we're going to a friend's house. I'm like, kids tuck and roll, we're out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't care who's there. Like, I know that they're in good hands. But, yeah, obviously. I think, it's, I think it's more so something you take for granted, though, as, as a parent. Like, again, using these two as an example, if there's a play date set up and you're like, hey, Fred, I'm going to run to the store real quick. Can you watch the kids while I run to the store? You're not thinking, hey, I probably should call. Maybe you are thinking it, but... I think in most scenarios, you, like you know him, that's not even a thought in your mind. So you're not thinking, hey, let me pick up the phone and call so-and-so's mom and say, hey, I'm running to the store real quick. I'm going to be gone for 20 minutes just so you know Fred's going to be watching the kids. Now, would they appreciate it? Yeah, maybe they wouldn't even care. But even from the you know the other side, that's probably not even something you necessarily think about because – she doesn't look at you as a threat to a to a little you know little girl or whatever. <clears throat> no, I agree with that. I think I kind of putting all this together. It's it's just the understanding of the situation. Like, I would be upset if, in a sense, where I thought it was going to be one thing, and then when I got right. there, it was completely different. Then right. it's like, all right, it's not necessarily that it's just the dad that's here. It's well, you didn't like I didn't understand the full situation that was going on. Like, if you talk to them the mom to set up the play date and then the mom's not even there. It's like, well, like, Hey, come on. I want to know. I want to know who, who at least who's going to be the adult that's around my kids. You know what I mean? Regardless if it's a, you know, a couple, like if it's, but I I agree with you. If it's going to be a, uh, you, when you're putting your child into a situation, you have to trust the entire situation and all of its variables. And, and to add to that, because now you, you kind of brought up a new perspective. Let's say you set up this play date with the mom and this we're talking right now. This question is based around if you show up and there's a, a male figure there, but what if, you know, we set up the play date and you show up and the, the daughter's home from college and she's watching the kids and you're like, yeah, the, you know, yeah, same I, way. Right. So, you know, in, in a scenario like that, I think I would, I'd be more mad at the, the fact that I wasn't, that it's not what I thought it was going to be, not so much that it was 
necessarily a man around my daughter. Babysitter catfish. Any, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a weird right. way to put that it. Is, but right. yeah. If you have kids, <laughs> yeah. that's awful. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's, I think I, I agree with you there. It's like, yeah. I, I want to know what the situation is. Yeah. Like, who's going to be the adult that's going to make sure, like, yeah. if yeah. something happens, my kid's okay. Not necessarily which adult it is. I like to meet them, though. Like, Babysitting mm. catfish. But I think, <laughs> I think our role as a parent, though, if we're being... If we're being honest, we're just as responsible to make sure we know what's going on in that scenario that we're putting our child in. So if I was to bring her here and she's staying, okay, uh, she's going to be here all day. Like, who's watching her? Uh, What are you guys' plans for food? You know, and that's where everything kind of gets thrown out on the table. That way, if something does change, you're not crazy for being angry about it. (laughs) This is what you told me was going to happen. Just I'd appreciate if you let me know next time, you know, that kind of thing. So. I think maybe we're more hyper aware of asking or like when you said, would you be the, the parents to, to call and say, hey, I'm running out. Fred will just be here because for since we had Kai and she was little, you have said before, I don't feel comfortable depending on who it is as being home as just like the babysitter right. because especially for little girls that you don't know. You don't know their parents that well. You know, all it puts yourself in a situation that could get fucked up pretty quickly. You know, all it takes is a little kid to say the wrong thing, you know, and you just, from the beginning, you said, I, I don't want, that's not something I am interested in doing, if, right. if at all possible. Babysitter body cams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. The expenses, yeah. Well, it, it, <laughs> it goes back to. You're on you point know. today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it goes back to Gary was saying is like understanding the whole situation and, you know, laying it all out beforehand. And that's, you know, we are personally, we are very hyper vigilant of certain things with our child just because of things. Right. Um, but. It goes down just just knowing what's going on before because it's like you said it's your job to make sure that your kids you know kind of make it through life at least to a, a reasonable age without you know i mean 18 at least yeah at least so and then i'm on my island and <laughs> with this protection <laughs> program so let me uh, let me ch- let me change the scenario <laughs> up a little bit yeah what happens if your kid's a boy <laughs> it's fine <laughs> isn't that weird I isn't that crazy no no mm-hmm. I think all of our opinions will yeah. change slightly. Uh, I mean, you still want to you still want to know the ins and outs of who, what, when, where, why. But if you showed up and the mom is gone now and the dad's there, they're outside playing baseball. Oh, hey, nice to meet you. Well, I, I, I thought you meant if the mom is there. Like, I think I don't think mine changes if it, the dad is there. Yeah, I would still want to. Yeah, I would still be hyper vigilant, and I would still want to know the situation. Like, I think the thought frame would change if it's the mom. You know, if you're supposed to be the dad and the mom is there, then I think maybe from a guy's point of view, you're like, oh, okay, no. But, yeah, if it's if it's supposed to be the mom and then the dad is there and then I'm dropping off my son, I, I both. Not, both. Not, so, not so much. I'm not talking so much as in the scenario completely changes. Like, you, you spoke. This was what yeah. was supposed to happen. And you show up and it's a different. I'm talking like this, the scenario I gave where. Mom just steps out to go to the grocery store yeah. or something, and, and you happen to come back. And so literally, seem I would still need so. to know. Yeah i I think there is a tendency. I totally agree. I totally agree. There is a tendency where boys are a little less guarded than girls are, 
and at the same time is like that's kind of do you think like oh that's unfair or that's whatever i don't know maybe i mean maybe, as they get older you just uh, that's the world we live in man as yeah. you, you know is, as you get older you're you know again we all have girls and we can all visualize <laughs> at least what we think it's going to look like as they return as they turn to teenagers oh, and God. adults and so <laughs> but having a it's boy like having a boy having a son you're like like those those thoughts don't cross your, it the thoughts of hey i want to protect him as long as i can cross your mind but you know you don't worry about as much you don't worry about man god i hope she doesn't end up with a big button boobs God, I hope she doesn't. That's how I think. <laughs> That's serious. <laughs> Man, I hope, uh, you know, I hope my daughter will never wear that. I, you know, dudes are just dudes. Like, it's, I don't know. Dude, you're fucked. She's cute as hell. <laughs> <laughs> <are> so fucked. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. it is. There is some difference there, but it's. Uh, I think it's called, I'm sorry, that's called karma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird disparity there. I will yeah. agree with you there. <laughs> Next question. Next question. <laughs> I'm gonna bounce around a bit. Two things you wouldn't do for a million dollars. Let's start on this side. You start so you don't have time to think about it. Two things I wouldn't do for a million dollars. Oh my god, I, my answer is immediate. <laughs> there's there's not much. You're like nothing and nothing, right? <laughs> right. I'm, like, I'm thinking every scenario I'm like, Oh I'm not mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna do yeah. that. Um kill somebody that didn't deserve it and Um uh, and completely like abandoned my family. Okay. Full issue in sodomy. <laughs> Simple I'd enough. Yeah. I'd do that for a lot less. <laughs> Somebody's gonna ask for that million dollars. That's right. Uh lottery. What can you do with a million dollars, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not erase that memory. <laughs> For a million. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there yeah, it can be like hypnosis or there's different things they can do to do that. Like drugs. Something. <laughs> I mean, there's a waste of million everything. dollars worth of drugs. I mean, Tony, you have to try everything at least once, maybe twice. Right. Especially, nope. Yeah. nope. I don't know if there's you don't no, like no. it if you don't try it. Right. Nope. <laughs> I can be, die happy man without You could be really missing out. <laughs> I'm, I'm completely fine dying without finding out. <laughs> I, All right, Glenn. I, I, I think your answers are pretty spot on. Like, I mean, I'm like, don't kill anybody, but like, no, I would. But yeah, not somebody that does not deserve it. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, nothing to my kids or to leave my kids or nothing to do with that part of it. But I, who knows what else life brings? But I think I, not I hate to copy, but I mean, I think those are pretty astute things to say. So. I can't yeah, I'm, uh, I'm gonna defer to. You're <laughs> 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 like, who's offering? Who's yeah. offering? <laughs> yeah. Is this uh, cash or wires? So what about ten million, um, Gary? I'm going <laughs> 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 over here with what a uh, part of what Tony says. Side <laughs> of me, there ain't nothing, nothing. I'm taking up Excellent nothing. Only, huh? <laughs> yeah, not happening. Um, I'm extremely disappointed in you too. <laughs> 
sorry. That fantasy's not happening. Yeah, just, nope. <laughs> I mean, fantasy died today. Well, hold on. Yeah. If, if somebody's out there listening, if you have a million dollars, challenge. Yeah, right. <laughs> challenge. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> it's like, no, it's Maybe the I was actually setting that up. The money's <laughs> set, sitting in front of you. Like the long game. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Which long game are we talking? <laughs> the Grundle size. <laughs> the AGD. <laughs> Um, man, these are tough. Second thing I wouldn't do for a million bucks. This is why it sucks going last because you start feeding off everybody else's answers. <laughs> it have, oh, man, I hate to, I'd have to go something family related too. Honestly, um, I know it's an easy answer at this point, but it's true. Um. <laughs> I don't think, uh, as far as family goes, um, I, I don't think this is this. This won't make sense to you guys completely, but it makes sense to me. This feels I don't deep think I would. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying not to answer with the same answers as you guys. Yeah, I feel like yeah. I would never tr- trade. Um, trade anybody in my family for a million bucks or anything like that so what i what i mean by that is for example her if i had the opportunity to travel around the world with lebron james day in and day out and experience everything that in, entails or dan blazerian or something somebody like saying. that somebody <laughs> wild, you know <laughs> wild like that yeah. <laughs> um, you have taco tuesday and something else and know? i got access to be a little different i got access to their bank accounts and who oh, they wow. know oh, okay. and all these different <laughs> things. Okay. Who are you? I, I can hang out with Rod. Yeah. I can have more kids. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying I literally get to live that life. Right, I got what you're saying. As Gary, <laughs> but I got to give you know, but I got to give up this side of things for that. I'll, I'll pass. It's you know, you only get one life, and although that life would be fantastic and all that it entails, <laughs> right? Uh, you know, so. She'll make, she'll make friends. She'll be fine. She'll <laughs> well, I think there's something. There's Instagram, right? And even to be like a contrary to that, I think there's something to be like, I think there's times where, you know, people, if they leave their people that have left their families or done things that most people still look at and be like, oh, that was selfish, just that whatever. Um, but just for money. Right. Yeah, and odds are you're gonna blow it pretty. Yeah, quick I was about anyways. to say you so, blow it yeah. now. What do you have? Right, you know, because someone could look at like uh, <laughs> you got a stretched out butt. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, man. I'm out of money. Yeah. <laughs> then you're tweaking I got for this, another million dollars. I got this memory, <laughs> but at least I'm not <laughs> constipated. Right? Those hot right? <laughs> <It's like>, uh, <laughs> suppositories are for. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> so when you look at it like that, even with the million bucks right here in front of you, yeah, nah. <laughs> Well, yeah. my, my mind was a little more serious. Like you take like someone like an astronaut that, you know, like died on, you know, one of the launches or something like that. Like essentially they risked their lives and left their families behind because of something they wanted to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but going into space. Okay. That's a, it's a little better than just money. Like it's, it's a whole different realm of, it is. Yeah. you know what I mean? I feel like the odds, not, there's a couple of things about that. I feel like 
the odds are against you making it back. I, that's just how it, based on movies well, I and like things. I think made it back. <laughs> it hasn't, right? I've seen too many movies. <laughs> that we know of. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I think they report on that shit. Well, that no, and, because they don't actually go to space. Yeah, Earth is flat. Say, is it actually it's a Hollywood space. studio. Yeah. Yeah. And you lose, you lose so many, <laughs> you lose so many years of your life, too. I mean, you're stuck in a freaking spaceship. Like, cool, you get to see things people never see ever in their entire life but there's pictures like <laughs> I, I get it it's not the same but that's a lot of time you lose with people that yeah, you'll no, never get a, back that's a small amount of people and that's something that they've had that dream ever since they can remember of dreaming so i mean yeah you know, i mean I, there's eight billion people on the planet so i mean you're talking about how many astronauts out there a couple hundred total i mean or how many plus or minus right yeah, if you're talking about a fraction. Of a I mean, fraction it's got to be so. under 500 people, I would think. Plus or minus, I mean, even if it's a thousand, it's still yeah. you're talking about a thousand out of eight billion. Probably a select few that only make the cut. To that's what I'm saying. So you're oh, talking about a yeah. pretty. It's just you're talking about such an extreme outlier to where. Yeah, Imagine what that physical is like. Like how many health markers you have to pass to. All of them. <laughs> yeah, you basically have to be physically perfect. Yeah, <laughs> like literally all of them. Yeah. yeah, I think the one and mentally talks I mean, about Donald Rogan. Oh, did he? Yeah. Did he? Yep. Yeah. It's got to be insane because I know, like, even like being a fighter pilot, like, that's incredible, right. like physical. And yeah. then, like, those are a lot of those people that move on to be astronauts because it's right. like, well, you already got the physical. You, you know, can take the G's. You can, yeah. Know how to work all the buttons and things under pressure. Under <laughs> yeah, incredible pressures. Like mental <laughs> and physical. Ah, oh, that's a. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we went from that question to that, but here you go. That was a good one. All right, this one is. Oh boy. Yeah. Is it? If a woman gets pregnant, oh, doesn't want the child, but the man does, should the woman have the child if the man takes on full and total responsibility thereafter? Ooh, that's sticky. I'll take this one. <laughs> Far away. Yeah. Hundred percent yes, thousand percent yes. Because if the roles are reversed, and she wants to have him and the guy doesn't, now we're the the a holes in this situation. So, I think, you know, in the in the opposite scenario, if if the guy doesn't want to have it, then you always hear, "Oh, it took two, You know. You knew what you were risking when you got when you, when you went into her without a condom and so on and so forth. So I think on the flip side of things that women, granted, they have to go through the pregnancy, but they knew that was a risk when they lay down. So I think they should take, you know, I think it should happen. In my opinion. I, I, I do not agree with that. Yeah, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's her body, it's her choice, and perfect world, yeah, I mean, perfect world, if you can take that out, put it into a tube, and, you know, have it come to birth, yeah, that'd be great, but, I mean, I think the practical part of it, the physical, I mean, the guy might change his mind at some point, so, I mean, now you're still, you know, as a female or as a person, you're straddled with this kid until the age of 18, so, I mean, if the guy changes his mind or something like that, I mean, now, A, whether it's the actual parenting part of it or the financial part of it or the relationship part of it, they can go away at any point, but as a mother, you're with that child up till the age, you know, I mean, 18 or for life, if you will, so, yeah, again, perfect world, take it out, 
tube, you know, whatever that is. But I think other ways, whatever that the female thinks is best. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't really know that the dude even has an option. Like, if she wants to get an abortion, like you can't stop. But that. you don't. Yeah, I, you I have zero. That's the point of the question, Tony. I, that, that, <laughs> I mean, I think that's the answer, though. That's like, theoretical. I, yeah. Obviously, like I would, you know, if if a dude wants a kid and it's, you know, it's gonna have someone that that loves that kid. Like I'm all for that. You know, more kids need more parents who love them. But ultimately, if he can't do anything to affect that that decision, I, I don't even know that there's really a question there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to go with Gary on this one. I think it's – you're both taking a risk. Granted, in that situation, right off the bat, the, and all, you know, things aside, the females is taking more of a risk there. But, I mean, for the most part, people know what what, what happens when all those things happen. So – She's taking a risk if if the guy wants it. I think going back to you, the point though is it would have to be like, look, like this is it. Like, obviously, it's never that clean. Yeah, you know that if one of the parents doesn't want to be involved, it's it's not that clean. But if if a parent was like, look, I want to have this kid, I'll take care of this kid all by myself. Just do it. Make it happen. Yeah. I mean. Like you said, the reversal is is held up in courts constantly across the world. You know, yeah, I think Maybe that's not across just, the world, but you yeah, know. like not, not, not across, across the world. The world. Yeah. I mean, across the nation, where Correct. it's you know they make not in Russia, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. or Iran, <laughs> right? You no, know, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean across the world for sure, but it's you know how many times do you hear you know, regardless of how dumb the situation is at that point, where if the dad doesn't want it, you know, the mother does, and then guess right. what? He has no child say. support. He, he has no say. So if if you just strictly reverse the rules completely, then the rules should be the same. And I think that's what sways me the most in that scenario, especially being that her mom and I aren't together. So, um, so that's easily that's easier for me to relate to because because really I was the one in the situation that didn't want to have kids, and so looking back at it, once I decided, regardless of what I wanted to do, she was going through with it. But looking back at the situation, you know, the reason I agreed to do it was because I knew I was being selfish in, in the sense of the bigger picture. Like, there's a pregnancy here, and, you know, if she were to go through with an abortion and something happens and she can never have kids, these are all extreme scenarios, but if they were to happen, really, did I really want to put some somebody through that when I knew that? having unprotected sex was a consequence or pregnancy was a consequence of having unprotected sex. So to I think on the flip side, <laughs> <laughs> just get the money and go. But I think on the flip side of things, you know, from the, from the other side of things, I think, I think the rules should be equal across the board. Next. <laughs> Next. That was a. That Do, was can a, I weigh in as being the only female here? Yeah, please. Yeah, sure. I would have to agree with Gary. So, a lot of times men get the the bad rep, right? Right? Like, you got her pregnant. Well, I knew what I was doing. Like, that. It, it's almost offensive because. I'm smart enough to know what's going to happen, yeah. and I and I do get that we have to 
carry the baby to term, right? But again, that's something that I knew was possible. You know, females know that that's what happens when you get pregnant. If a dad can completely sign his rights away, I think he should also be able to completely sign on to the task, right? And then take it from there. Because just because I'm the, the female's carrying the baby, it's it's equal. Like it's it. I think it's fifty fifty. And I'm I am one of those that think that it's a woman's body. And if a female wants an abortion, I think that is completely their decision. So I, I'm very much on that board. Boat, whatever. I'm not really sure. Well, um, on board with that. On board with that. Boats and hose. Boats. Yes. So what you got you in the problem <laughs> But I think that if if he is saying I want this and he is there's a way to take full responsibility so that he doesn't back out, I I think that he should I think that it should it should happen. But if I can play devil's advocate. Yeah, for a please second. do. I mean in essence you're saying you're okay with the guy dictating what to do. Like in essence, because you're, you're, it's one of those, obviously it's very dependent. Like, I, I don't know, my, my assumption would be based on your answer. You're probably a spiritual or religious person, just a guess. And that's something we can talk. Wait, you, that I'm a religious person? Correct. Or, or faith, or you have some degree of that. If not, that, that's an assumption. But I mean, outside of that, again, you're, you're talking about like some guy potentially telling you like, truly like, I want this child. Like, I don't care what you think. I want, I want you to have this child, but I will take care of, you know, him or her when they're born. So I guess maybe that's the way I took the question. Like, I mean, and that's why I said, like, it, it's at the end of the day, it's up to the female to decide. But it's not like whether to have an abortion or not, but it's like whether, like, their morals, their, you know, just religion, faith, whatever that is, or just whatever their moral compass is, whether they want to bring a child into the world. So I was just thinking that was the angle that I took. It from. I was just thinking, like, basically perfect scenario as far as the facts and qu- the question yeah. guidelines are concerned mm-hmm. as far as like, look like we both made a decision to do this thing. Like Gary talked about. And now we should both get a say and in now, how to end this thing. But you're or, saying, so the female says, no, the guy says yes. So now that's 50, 50, but then you're giving more credence yeah. to the, to the men versus the female. Yeah. But who said, who said no? And who said yes to begin with? Can you read the question again? If a woman gets pregnant and doesn't want the child, but the, man does barring all extenuating circumstances should the woman have the child if the man takes on full and total responsibility thereafter i don't think i don't think the question is <clears throat> worded as in they're coming at each other like no i don't want it and he's like yes i do that's pretty much what it is like that's she, yeah that's how you do yeah that's they, how you they get, had mm-hmm. consensual sex because again there's whole other part of yeah. of this conversation so oh. consensual you know, unprotected sex. She's pregnant. He wants it. She does not. Yeah. Well, that's in my mind. It's, it's even deeper is you have two people that did the act of creating a baby. And then when afterwards, okay, you've created a baby. How is it okay for one person to say, no, this isn't going to happen regardless of what you think. And it's not okay for the other person to say, no, it should happen regardless of what you think. I think it's. Well, I mean, the flip side of that conversation, and I'm sorry, could be, you know, if the female wants it, the guy doesn't want it, then at what point do you, to your point, then you say they had consensual sex, she takes on the responsibility for financial 
raising. But then at that point, you get into a macro conversation of the state and the federal government. Like, right. Well, that's an imperfect world. That's an imperfect world. Like, if he theoretically, in the same sense, he should be able to walk away and say, all right. Right. You want it? We both agreed to start this. Yes. But we're not. You're going to finish the crossing line, so you take the burden that comes along with yeah. it. Yeah, and vice. And if that's the situation, which which obviously in my mind makes the guy a piece of shit. So I mean, that, right? That, no, that's, but that's yeah. yeah, that's that's yeah. that's a side topic. Yes. But at this point, that's where we're at essentially. So like, it should be reversed too. And kind of what Gary was saying is, well, if that person can do this, then the other person should be able to do the same thing. Yeah. And I'm sorry, please. I cut you off. No, I was just going to say, I, there's so many gray areas, right? Like. Is she healthy enough to bring this child to, to full term? Like that should go into the decision. You know, if if it's now high risk, that's a different sure. situation. So it's oh, yeah. it sounds yeah. like it can be black or white, but it really is so so gray. Um, but that is a that's a deep one. They could go a lot of back and forth. Yeah. And in some countries, I'm sure that is an actual thing. Like, oh know, yeah, where it doesn't matter correct. what one party. Correct. Yeah, that's. And hence, right. the, hence, be grateful we live the here. The grateful, so. yeah. Yes. For now. For. for now. <laughs> yes. Politics, sex, religion. Who you got? You ready for another one? Take, take a break. Yeah, I, I, so. I can use a bathroom break. We'll take a quick break. Yeah. My we had, it was like the first vacation we ever taken away from her, and my sister was watching her, and she said she's just crying and crying and crying. She might have even been younger than two, like one and a half, crying, crying, crying. Nothing that she could do to like calm her. Flipping through the channels, UFC came on. Yeah, instantly, and she sat there and just watched the UFC for like it was like an hour and a half or something like that, and it was just. Mark, it was no. like okay her babysitter yeah <laughs> okay yeah i'm trying to get her into um we've had a uh, a local guy who was a uh who was who is a brazilian jiu-jitsu owner of a gym and he's a like third degree black belt or something like that yeah bjj yeah something check yeah man check and he's he's talked about uh doing a kids class he talked about getting her in like and i can get her to commit to something like that, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm trying to like get Jacob into it like pretty soon. I mean, I do think that I think most kids should take that, or somebody should have some sort of self defense or some sort of like mixed martial arts training, or whether it's the actual physical part or the actual the mind frame of kind of you know do no harm, do don't do anything bad unless you actually have to type of thing. So yeah, well, that's why like self control. Well, that's what I love about like the the jujitsu aspect is it's. It's all about um, like the respect. Portion. Well, yeah, it's uh, what's the word for it? Um, I'm totally, totally having a brain fart here. Dude. Like declining, like the cognitive function, like de-escalation. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, de- it's all about de-escalation. Yeah. I knew what you wanted to say. I just you're team. such an <laughs> asshole. Yeah, it's all about de-escalation. Yeah. So it's like, right. it's not like, you know, we're like, it's great to know how to punch and kick somebody in the face. Right. But, you know, when uh, when Mancheck was on, we talked about that where it's it's all about de-escalation. I can consistently de-escalate an aggressive person. Because when you look at jujitsu, that's what it's all about is basically the, the most aggressive thing you can do is render them unconscious. Or render them in enough pain slowly that they can go, okay, 
yeah, okay, I'm cool, I'm done. Right. So it's it's not like you instantly just break their face. You know, it's okay. I'm going to control right. your body. You need to calm down. Okay, <laughs> and then I'm going to control you more. You need to calm down. Then okay, I'm just going to make you go unconscious. Right. So <laughs> you know, right. but you can wake up and your all your body parts are you know for the most part in one piece. Right. Like that's you're alive at least. Yeah. Like and you don't have like. Probably not broken bones. Maybe you do, right. but, but you're alive. Yeah, I'd rather have like a a torn elbow or something mm -hmm. than, you know, a brain bleeding. Right, or bleed out and die. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the interesting yeah. aspect for me. For that. So. Right, more questions. Yeah, we got more questions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you could have a conversation with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Mm. Uh, I never mm. think about that stuff. No. I, you host a podcast. I know. You should think about this. Yeah, but I don't host a famous. I don't. I don't host a podcast that actually could get anybody. <laughs> not. Not. No offense to you guys. <laughs> all due respect. All due respect. Nobody's. Like, but yeah. No, not These nobody's. Scrubs. But We're just not, bodies any, here. not anybody that I wanted. You know, like not anybody. Wanted. But I you know. What I will say. Got to know the right people. Yeah. Well, I will say on that point before we answer that question. Um, I have increased. Like this has been. I know we say it quite often but this has been more than what i could ever imagine it being and you know it's sitting down across from these people it's like i kind of relate to like my kid talk about our kids a lot she's like what's your favorite this what's your favorite that like what's your favorite food like I don't know. what's your favorite color okay. movie I don't, like yeah i don't i don't have like and i we mentioned it recently that like i i like to not live in my life in absolutes. But if someone asked me like, what's your favorite like podcast guest that you've had on? Like I couldn't because every single person that we've had on is just like in some way, shape or form, just giving this little like sliver of life. So not to get all woo woo. -y. I know. Yeah. <laughs> not to get all woo woo <laughs> on you guys, but I really appreciate both of you being here. Cause you're some of my, my favorite guests that we've had on. So even though they're all my favorites. But Correct. That's pretty much so, what he's saying. Yeah, yeah it's so awesome. Uh, but How do you spell PC? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you got an answer for that one? Yeah, I was I was super – my aunt raised me. <clears throat> I was super close with her. Um, so one of the things I often think about is, like, she died at – she was 64. Um but I didn't have kids at the a kid at the time, and um, I had graduated college yet, but I wasn't like off and rolling and, and different things like that. I hadn't, you know, she supported my bodybuilding career and all that thing, so she didn't see me develop to where I am today, as far as that goes. Um, so those are just things like you kind of wish she was here, and, and a lot of times, like even when I. I remember when I won a show that I had been trying to win forever. It took me like four tries to win it. Like the first thing I thought when I came off stage was like, and Peg, I know she saw this, like that kind of thing. So that that was an easy answer for me. Easy, super easy. I don't get caught. I think we talked about this last time, but I don't get caught up in celebrities or anything like that. So there's no, there's, you know, it's not like. I don't know I don't John wanna, Jones, bro. <laughs> Except for fighters, <laughs> yeah, we talked about him before, yeah. But yeah. Th there's no, yeah, no, there's no, nah, there's nobody like Ken Shamrock dead that I would, you know. It's not like Muhammad Ali. I'd love to sit down and talk with him and hear his like. It'd be cool if it happened, but 
like that wouldn't be on my bucket list. Yeah. So. So I, I do think about this sometimes. Let me make sure of this. So I mean, to me, I think probably that there's two, and I'll pick my favorite, but Alexander the Great, just in terms of what he did way back in the day and how far he went and how far like or how much further he could have gone, but then just kind of got stymied around India and stuff like that. But just the fact that I mean, he just controlled. I mean, like half the globe. Or Jesus. And I'm not a religious person, so it'd be more of like, I need to know, like, what exactly happened. Like, you know, was that water <laughs> turned into wine? Like, did he really feed 5,000 people with, like, three fish and five, you know, five, like, loaves of bread and stuff like that? So, so those would be, the, I think, for, for different reasons. One would be for, like, the spiritual. The other one would be just, like, how the F do you do this and take over half the world? <laughs> but... Oh, I'll probably just probably my grandma. So going back to what Gary was saying, like uh, she never got to meet my kids, and I see a lot of my kids, uh, a lot of her and my kids, um, and she just she would appreciate them, like just the humor they have and the funny things they say, and oh, uh, and I just uh, I don't know. I I knew her and I knew her well, but I, it's almost one of those things where it's like you never really know someone well enough. Um, and there's times that I'm, it's like, man, I don't even remember what her voice sounds like. I don't even remember what she looks like. Uh, so it'd be be cool to hmm. have another conversation with her and catch up. I don't have a good answer. <laughs> I don't, um, you know, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a huge family guy. I haven't known a lot of my family and I hasn't really i don't really care to um i uh i don't know there's just i haven't really thought about this and i was trying to as you guys were talking and i couldn't come up with anything there, I'll, I'll, I'll give you some time to think about this but i think go back to like i guess what you guys are talking about like family and things like that so yeah i mean like, like some family that i have were super close but i mean i'm not close with my parents at this point which we didn't really talk about that much before but the you know, things definitely devolved, if you will, in terms of just how my life progressed. Like, I'm not close to my brother. My grandmother on both sides, so they're both buried here. So both my grandfathers are buried over in the old country, but, like, both my grandmothers are buried here. And actually, they're buried pretty close to each other. My dad's mom didn't know her that well. My mom's mom, so my grandmother and my mom's side, like, we were pretty close. Um, and then... She came here with us, if you want. She lived with us. I guess where I'm going with this is just in terms of like just. So it, it's funny. So there, there's a Disney movie, and I think it's called like. It, it's, I don't know. It's about a little kid that like, the dia, dos muertes, muertes. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think Loco. Um, I'm trying to think what the name of the movie is. Coco. Is that Coco what? Loco. Yeah, Coco Loco. I think. No, it's just Coco. Just Coco. <laughs> just Coco. Okay. I'm saying. Well, I think he sings song called Coco Loco. But anyways, just watching this thing, and he kind of like hit me in terms of like just kind of like just the, the whole spirituality of like the the family and things like that. So actually, the next day, yeah, I took both my kids and we went to both my grandmother's grave sites, if you will, and kind of had a conversation with them. With their in my head, and I asked them to kind of just introduce themselves to them. So I mean, I I mean, family is important. It's you know, it does suck that at times, I think, especially like myself, I'm not close with some of my family, and which really does suck because, again, you're talking about a small percentage of the population that's out there that has your blood versus the other 8 billion people out there. But um, so I guess I'm just saying, it, yeah, I, I get the whole part of like talking to your family or True. wanting them to see like that next generation because I would, I'd love to know what. 
sometimes I'm jealous of it, which I don't like jealousy, nor am I, do I feel like I'm a jealous person, but like just maybe somebody that has been here for like a hundred some years and you can truly trace back like your lineage. Like, yeah. I mean, for me, I know my grandparents, I don't know that much beyond that in terms of like the whole family tree or like what happened in terms of like who was my family on either side and what they did, who were they, things like that. So that's all I got so. I'm sorry, so who would No, talk to yeah, them? I still didn't think of a great one. But <laughs> I, I will say I um I've always and I just thought of this and I've always just I just realized this. I've always kind of been f- not fascinated, but they've kind of always stuck in my head the Wright brothers. Okay. Um I I think I don't know, maybe like I did a report on them in school or something like that. One of the Probably, silly things, yeah. you know. Um but I've just like recently learned like things about them where there was an article, I want to say it was literally like maybe like six to eight months before like they took their first like official flight that it okay. worked. And it was like articles in the paper, like in everybody, all the, it was all the professionals. So like human flight is impossible. Okay. It will never work. Like the physics behind it just aren't there. Like there's just, it's right. just. It's just not going to work. These guys are clowns. Yeah, yeah they, like these people, like they're clowns. There's no way that this will ever work. Like, just period. And everyone was like, oh, well, you know, the professionals. And then Lily, like, I can't remember if it was like months or days or whatever it was, but it was very, very close after that. Here are the Wright brothers, Rao. Right. Out there just flying along. And right. it's like, just there are a couple brothers, like, to, to have that just weird dream and just to push and just go and do something. Just regardless of what anybody the said. outside noise. Yeah, and they just... But I mean, I mean, it, I think to those point, I mean, whether it's an inventor, whether it's somebody starting a company, you know, it is that it's impossible. And you're like, hmm, F you, like, let me show you. So, I mean, <laughs> but, yeah. I think that's... Someone like someone like that were just right. completely against all odds. It's like, ah. They're like, oh, no, all the professionals, everyone says you're crazy. It's not going to work. No way. And they go, oh, well, I'm going to do it anyways. Right. It's kind of like the, um, I kind of see like Elon Musk as like the modern day. And that's kind of where I was going with something like the Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, something like that. Like yeah. Just- I don't like, I, I don't have anything against Jeff Bezos, but man, I just, oh, I seem like, like. I mean, you're, anybody you're- that owns such a huge company employs that many people. I mean, there's many things that were said along the way that, that he could have stopped at any point. So, but he just kept pushing through. Yeah, no, for sure. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not discounting what he did. But even watching that, have you ever watched that video? It's like an old, old, old video where like he's like standing on some like sidewalk, and it looks like they're just like, and he, I think he maybe had like a little bit of hair at that point. Yeah, and it was right when he started Amazon Books, and everyone's like, "Who need an online store for books? Like, what what stupid idea is that?" And he's talking about it. But even like looking at the video, it's like, oh, man, you're just such a twerp. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I mean, obviously, he created one of the <laughs> biggest companies ever by something he's a twerp. But, <laughs> but I, whatever you're saying, I completely disagree with Jeff Bezos. Is one of the greatest people out there. <laughs> Everything's <laughs> fine. Yeah. It's just, man, <laughs> so is Bill Gates. And, uh, yeah. Uh, so go USA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't put a chip in me, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Next question. Yes. Are we we have the same. I, the only, I think the only other name I've ever said on this podcast that makes me more uncomfortable is Hillary. Uh-huh. <laughs> We do not talk about Hillary. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> what is something about you today that the old you would find surprising? 
Fred, you're not allowed to say this podcast. Oh, God damn. That's the easiest one is this right here. Exactly. Absolutely. This is the biggest thing about me. Now, something else. Because you've said that too many times on the podcast. Oh, fine. Um, I don't know. This is the biggest thing. Uh, that I'm borderline is agnostic the word I want to use is agnostic google that yeah what does it mean what's the translation of it there is, there's one of the two words that I'm thinking of either atheist or agnostic yeah I, I want to say it's probably I lean towards more well, agnostic would be accepting that there is a God, but like no, none, no necessary like connotation. Like an atheist would be like there is no God. So agnostic is the idea that the question of the existence of God is meaningless because the word God has no coherent or ambiguous definition. Yeah, that's probably I'm more that because at the same time, like I don't know, is this, is God the simulation? I don't know. Hmm. I think that'd probably be that I'm closer to being agnostic than anything. Because I used to be extremely religious. So I think that's interesting. Like you say, you're agnostic. But I think, like, to me, and, like, the point I was trying to make to you when I was going back to, like, having the kid or the child, like, obviously there's a certain Judeo-Christian, like, moral compass that comes along with certain, like, set of beliefs. So, Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure a little bit feeds into that, like, the past. But um, yeah. I think, additionally, there is history sure. in, in my life that fuels that as well. Yeah. That just happens to align with those kind of values as well because i didn't have a great childhood so it's it's kind of it's one of those things where it's like i want to do what i can right to not have it repeat in my child kind of deal so i understand yeah what was the question again old you versus <laughs> new you tony yeah oh uh, so what, what would the old, old you, you? Be, be surprised. surprised about the new you. Probably that I'm still alive. My mom literally, like, for it, you know, until I turned 21, she thought I was, she was like, there's no way you're making it through. Because I used to like, race motorcycles. So yeah. I did the like, best I could, but die. this one. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah, if I either be alive or, uh, I'll probably, it, I, it's weird. I know this sounds odd just because I'm pretty laid back, but I, used to have like a little bit of anger definitely had some anger back in the day and uh and it's it's gone man it's it's like almost difficult to get angry at this point probably mm -hmm. just because i laugh at a lot of things so, well i mean not to divert but what what where was that transition oh uh, probably what well, happened I mean, I I do have a plate and six screws in this hand for being angry. But <laughs> was, yeah, but I don't it, think a plate and six no. screws is going to stop you. <laughs> no, it, it, <laughs> an oak dresser did. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, I I don't know, man. I, I think it was just a maturity thing. It was a life's going to be pretty damn miserable if I'm getting so angry about all these things, and then it's going to get expensive if I keep breaking shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> like your bones, bones yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dresser's not so much. So it was the no. it was the financial factor. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is too expensive. <laughs> I could be spending this on something else. <laughs> crypto. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the crypto. Um, I think for me, it would be to actually just be more like just the stability that I have now. 
Because I don't know if I ever truly fully imagined like the whole house, picket fence, wife, kids, things like that. So obviously, once you have kids, kind of your perspective changes. But like my life's pretty. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna call it boring, but it's balanced, if you will. But sounds boring to some people. Right. Balanced, it's stable. Right. Balanced, <laughs> stable. That? Yeah. Uh, for me, I'll keep it simple, but it'd be that I don't enjoy working out at all anymore. Um, if I do it because I enjoy competing, but I don't enjoy anything that leads into competing. I don't enjoy dieting. I don't enjoy working out. I don't enjoy being in the gym religiously. Uh, it just feels like a job. So, <clears throat> um, especially as you get older and you get more busy and more responsibilities, it's like one more thing on your plate. It still has its place. Um, I just went to Dallas a few weeks ago and yeah, I saw that. How was in this? Not to- this gym was absolutely it, it like relit a fire under me because everybody in there was way bigger than me. Everybody in there trains hard. It was a bodybuilder's gym, so everybody and lots of people in there compete. So it was just like, wow, this is that atmosphere. So. Um, I think there's, I mean, there's still definitely a part of me that loves it deep down inside, but right now it's just, it's like real routine. I don't know if I, if I need a new partner or if I need a partner period or change up how I'm training or, you know, when you've been training for so long, it's like, how many times can I change? You know, I, lifting is lifting. I don't care what, how you do it. Right. <laughs> so, um, but old me, I was super competitive, uh, you know, just not only competitive with other people, competitive with myself. And now it's I go in and get the job done. How can I get from point A to point B as quick as I can and get out of this gym? So I look forward to rest days, I look, you know, those things when I was younger. Who needs a day off? Like, I'm training every day. Right. So that's probably be the biggest change for me. Yeah, I did that just recently, too. It was because uh, I had gotten a little... Uh, fluffy over covid and um so usually that's my like like marker when like i go to take a shower and i look in the mirror i'm like i better do something about this because it's it's about to be out of control (laughs) Uh, but even then i go in the gym and it was just like i'm not excited like because i don't have anything i'm aiming for like i don't push it as hard as i used to be used to because it's like i realize like all right i'm getting older like not that i'm old but things start hurting yeah things like, start hurting and if you if you hurt something like i know how it was in my 20s when i hurt something like ah, give me a couple weeks and you know i'll just do leg day for three days a week and my arm would be good yeah. but now it's like all right i can't hurt myself and then uh it was funny at the, the gym i go to now it was they finally like they had this like sketch <laughs> sketch <laughs> or, or sus right is that the word we're supposed to use yeah. now this sus ass board up there where it was like oh the prs and it was just nothing so i took a picture of it and i sent the gym owner i said when are you gonna start throwing some numbers up here man like i i need some motivation and then so people started throwing numbers up there and like i see numbers that like used to be for me absolutely nothing but i know now are way more than what i can do so i'm like oh okay like, not only am I fluffy, but I'm also weak. <laughs> like, I got to start doing something. And it was like, oh, it clicked in me. I was like, okay. Now there's like this little bit of motivation that came back. And then, because I'm getting old, stuff starts hurting. I finally went to the doctor the other day to get stuff checked out that like, 
I've had issues with for years, but I always just push through. But now it's like, oh, this hurts more than it used to. Right. Like I need to fix this before I'm like 50 and I can't like raise my arm above, you know, you know, my nipples because <laughs> I screwed it up. But you have to find it's weird when you even it's something you love. You have to find those weird like motivations to keep. Yeah, absolutely. You. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I need to do something with that door. It's so squeaky. <laughs> Eat them up. All right. Got another one? Question? Yeah, sure. Why not? What is the strangest thing someone has ever said to you? Cool. That leaves a lot of room. That's, <laughs> that's a lot of room. Let's start with Tony this time. Yeah, yeah. See, he's over there thinking real hard. I can only imagine some of the shit that people have told Tony. <laughs> can we get like a top five While from they're Tony? Doing this, what does this look like to you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like Dave Letterman's top ten countdown. Yeah. <laughs> no, I can't even think anything real great. I mean, you know, pay, like I know you're thinking patience and stuff, and. <sighs> I feel like most of the conversations you have with people are strange things. <laughs> Dude, like, how do I pick? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I'm gonna have to come back to you. Like, I honestly don't have a great I don't have a great one. I, I, mean, I, I don't have a great one either. So there's uh, nothing that pops out. I don't know if you guys do or not, but I don't know if this is necessarily the strangest thing as someone said to me. But I did have somebody say to me once. I was walking into a gas station. Well, kind of going back to the whole lifting thing. I was I was probably like 245 at the time. And I'm not super tall, so I was pretty big. I was walking across this, like, I can't remember if it was, like, a drive through thing or walking in, like, this road, and some dude stops, rolls his window down, and he goes, God damn it, man. He's like, I wouldn't want to hit you with my truck. You've done it all the fuck up. And I'm like, thanks. I think that you wouldn't want to purposely <laughs> run me over? Like, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, huh. I think maybe it was something about the town because I walked in the gas station. I think another dude, like, who's kind of a Jesus-looking fellow, he walks up to me. He's like, "Man, you real big, <laughs> like, <laughs> you real big." Um, yeah, and that was it. Like, there's yeah. no like no follow up no or anything. It was yeah. just like, uh, now what? Yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks. I guess. <laughs> like, people people say some weird stuff sometimes. I'll, maybe I can think of a better one though. But. Oh, yeah, I got mine. Uh. Uh, so I was doing my uh, gynecological rotation. Oh, jeez. And <laughs> they made me do all the annuals, um, which was kind of ridiculous because this was the same place that your mom goes to. And I almost had to see your mom, but then they found out I knew her. I know. And they were like, no, we're, we're not going to have you well, see. That would have been awkward. <laughs> no, I mean, you've seen one, you've seen them all. Like. <laughs> But I don't know um, if that's true, Tony. <laughs> you have. They, they do look different. And when, when someone says, oh, my, I'd love to be a gynecologist, like, no, come do it for half a day. Do people really say that? Yeah, guys are all. You, yeah, like 15 year old guys. guys. Yeah. 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 Stupid people. Yeah, no. Because you're dealing with everything but. You don't get to, I feel you don't like get it could pick really ruin who you it. work with. Right. Like, yeah, I feel like it right. could really. Yeah. That'd be terrible. It'd be everything but yeah. the actual what you imagine. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and even if there are some, like, decent looking ones. Right. You get, some, you, get, <laughs> yeah, you get into some STDs and stuff, and right. then you're like, oh, no. Yeah, right. They're not there because everything's going great. Correct. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, I would do the annuals. I would do. Uh, not to be confused with. Yeah. The, yeah, 
yeah. <laughs> the paps and then the, the bimanual. So after you go through, uh, you, you have to actually like insert like two fingers in, and then you're palpating to feel the size of, of the ovaries, uh, the uterus, you know, the different organs to make sure everything is the size it should be. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a lady, uh, and she was like, uh, they always ask permission, you know, hey, we have a student here, yada, 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 is it okay if he does his annual? And she was like, uh, let me see him first. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So That's she awesome. sees me, and I'm like, nice to meet you. Uh, I'm Tony. And she's like, no, 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 let me see your hands. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, yeah. she's like, yeah, you have some big hands. She's like, but uh, they're not fat fingers. She's like, you're good to go. <laughs> And I was like, all right, all right. So I do, I do have one more if you want to. Yeah, of so course we do. You, you got to think it's your local. Like, you know, you're going to see a lot of people. So uh, I was with my dad, and we were at Leroy's. He was in town from Florida. And we were grabbing some beers, and we're sitting at the bar. Leroy. And we're, I'm looking at the bartender, and the bartender's looking at me. Huh? And I'm like, God, she looks very familiar. And she's she has that familiar face, too. And I'm like, man, this is. I don't know. I feel like I, I know this chick, but I don't know her. And dude, all of a sudden it was like, it hit me. It hit her. And she was like, she literally just said, she's like, you've seen my vagina before. <laughs> and I was like, you're going to have to clarify. <laughs> In a clinical capacity. Right. And uh, she was like, yeah, you, you did my annual. Yeah. And uh, I just started, we started laughing. And my dad was like, you know, what like, the hell is going on? So that's my and, kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, but, there, there was a bar back there too that was very young, and and uh, she was like, "Wait, he's a vagina doctor." <laughs> she was like, "He could be my vagina doctor anytime." <laughs> it's like Jesus, nice. All right. That could be. It was could, worth it. Yeah, that could be really awkward. I guess being a doctor and doing things like that, and then you just run into like your random patients, and yeah, it's like oh, like right. Or I mean, if you're at church, like. Yeah. Shake it up. Yeah. Like, you should not be in oh. church. Yeah. <laughs> Wife Nancy, seen her snatch before. Like. <laughs> That's, I yeah. get, get real weird. Yeah. Do you remember real when quick. we were at dinner? I was 18, so we weren't, I hadn't been dating very long. I and I got really story. embarrassed. And he, you were like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, the guy right next to me is my gynecologist. Oh, yeah. And you were like, Ew, why would you tell me that? He was old, right? Like, he was about to retire. <laughs> and you, I was embarrassed. You were very uncomfortable. And then he saw me, walked by, and he goes, Hi, how are you? Because my mom works there. He's like this. Right. Yeah. He's like, hi. <laughs> like, I don't think he would have recognized me had my mom not worked at the women's house. <laughs> I walked into dinner. that one. Yeah, blooming onion everything. Yeah. Yeah. Walked right into that one. <laughs> Anyways, Glenn, strangest thing someone's ever said to you. So not really, but I mean, maybe along those lines. So I'll probably say at least 10% of the time when I go to the gas station, like I'm filling up, like there's going to be a lady behind me who tells me that I have a, a sexy voice. Oh, well, I, you can't it, blame it's her. It's happened to me <laughs> dozens of times. Glenn I mean, says drop your drawers and tuck your toes. <laughs> I'm going to show you with a wild goose goose. <laughs> Pretty much. I, that should be like my tagline at this yeah. point. So. But many times that's happened. And I'm like, all right, thank you. And that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> um, I wish I had more for you. <clears throat> I have two. I ain't going into too much detail on the one. <laughs> I feel like you should because that smile. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, the second one, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So I was out with my buddy one night. This probably isn't the strangest thing that's happened, but it's the first thing that comes to mind. It's stuck in my head all these years. Um, and I'm wingmanning for him. So there's other, there's this other girl. I spend the whole night talking to her. Weird stuff that could happen. Yeah, <laughs> right. Spend the whole night talking to her, and um, they decide that they're coming back with us to the house. So we're heading back. She appears to be interested in me, and we're in the back seat. And she looks over at me, and she says, "You can tell me the truth. You're gay, aren't you?" <laughs> I said, "What?" She said, "You're gay, aren't you?" I said, no, I'm not gay. Where did you get that from? She goes, you just seem like you might be gay. I said, okay. We'll find out. <laughs> and we'll leave the story there. Um, <laughs> so that was one. Um, and then this was probably the strangest thing that's happened to me downtown Cleveland. And it happened to me two weekends in a row. So there was a pitcher that played for the Indians. Um, Too far away from that thing. There was a pitcher that played for the Indians probably, um, I don't know, within the last 10 years or so, maybe seven, eight years ago. His name was Tony Sip. And everybody used to always tell me I look like Tony. And, and I don't, I mean, maybe I see it from some of the facial expressions, but not really. I don't, I don't think I look anything like him. And at the time, I had a friend named Brittany who worked at Barley House Cleveland. And so, Tony, I came in earlier, the Indians were playing, and she goes, oh, my God, you know who you look like? And I was like, I mean, yes, Tony Sip. She goes, how'd you know I was going to say that? I was like, everyone tells me that. So, he's, they're on TV, whatever. I leave, go to a different bar. At the end of the night, I walk past Barley, and she's outside. She goes, Gary, oh, my God, you got to come in real quick. I have somebody I want you to meet. She takes me to the back, and at this table, uh, in, in their back little VIP area, I walk up and she goes, he's there. And she goes, introduces, he goes, you must be the guy everybody keeps saying I look like. And I said, you must be Tony Sip. And he starts laughing. He goes, yeah, that's me. And uh, he said, I figured you must be a good looking guy if you look just like me. What? And so I don't, I don't see it. So I, I don't see it at all. Yeah. So we start, um, we start laughing or whatever. Cool. So I meet, I meet Tony Sip. The f- <laughs> look. <laughs> <laughs> so it just sounds racist to me. I'm just saying. Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> like I said, I don't see. I don't see it myself. Your ears don't stick out nearly as far as his does. He's got some big ears. Well, they're not necessarily big. Like, they like fold out. Correct. Maybe if you had facial hair. Correct. Maybe I could see yeah. it then. Can you do like a micro like? Write in some facial hair and see if that. Like, yeah, I don't. Is there a program for that? I bet yeah, you. I'll the, agree with you. I, I bet you the time I didn't have facial hair though too. So I don't know. Either way, so Tony Sip was the. Yeah, maybe that's what I don't know. I you maybe if I um from, I watched that, um documentary on CJ, and I'm just watching it, or it, well, it was not just about CJ, but yeah, all the, um, the alive, and I was watching it, and all of a sudden. Boom! There's Gary Chain. I'm like, ah, I don't have that. I was like, yes, I got 12 seconds in the mo- yeah. Mind you, they shot so much footage of me. I was like, really? You got me while I'm sitting yeah, on the steps? I, I oh, that's, that's all you got? Um, My one client was in, they had a documentary on disabled veterans that are gotcha. athletics still, basically. So the other gentleman was on the podcast with you? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So going back to Tony, so. Yeah, sorry. I was, uh, <laughs> I was out. A couple weekends later, 
and I'm out with my buddies. And now at this point, all my friends know that I keep getting mistaken for Tony Sip, but nothing's happened because of it. Are they started messing with you at this point. No, they're you not. Start wearing like, like, Indian scare everything. No, like, I didn't do. <laughs> I've been like, I'm like, hey, it's Tony Sip. Hey, so, <laughs> so I'm out. I'm outside. I happen to be. I happen to be outside Barley again, and this girl comes up and she goes, "What's up, Tony?" And I was like, I looked at my friend Dave. I was like watch this <laughs> <laughs> he goes oh my god i was like hey how are you she goes good it's so good to see you again i was like it's good to see you again she's like man i had so much fun at your house i was like oh yeah it was a good time i appreciate you coming through she goes we all we all had so much fun she goes do you um do you have any more of that stuff <laughs> uh I don't, I, I I I don't have any more of that stuff. But <laughs> I'm staying a night. Good looking girl. I'm staying a night over at my buddy's house right down the alleyway. So if you guys want to come out and hang out afterwards, it'll, she goes. Well, I have to catch up with my girl. It didn't end up happening. I have to catch up with my girls. Blah 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 blah. So the very next weekend, I cannot make this up. The exact same thing happens. Another girl, Tony. Blah blah blah. Same thing. She goes. Uh, something along the lines of. Uh, do you have any more of that stuff? Or that stuff you had, <laughs> that stuff you had was so good. Yeah. I was like, I don't have any more of that stuff. Yeah. I was like, I can't keep rolling as this guy because this is going to backfire me. So apparently, that he's guy, got some good stuff. Yeah, he got so yeah, he's, he's doing a little more than just baseball. I, like really I don't know what I don't. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what that amazing. entails, but. Um, it's got a good motion. People were having. Yeah, people yeah. were. Maybe that's what they're talking. Let's, about. Let's just say Usada yeah. is not uh, testing the baseball players. <laughs> uh, not all of them at least well they, they cleaned all that up years ago with uh you know all those other guys uh, yeah they figured out yeah so <laughs> it's definitely interesting they're like i cannot believe two weeks in a row you got mistaken from i was like i can't either because i don't even think i look somebody like somebody i've never heard of before right he was yeah. like a relief pitcher I mean, that's what it was they just saw such a quick clip they he's i mean he's like six two he's a pitcher that's like, true. Most pitchers I'm aren't. Like, they're not short. I'm like aren't, this. Yeah. I can't fake height. Yeah. Or jacked. Right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. you know, got to have the fun while you yeah. have it. So, that was, that was a good one. I, I was going to say, I have some more, actually. I thought about some Oh, stuff. yeah. Please do that. Yeah, this is, <laughs> I like strange Yeah, because I have a follow-up regarding your, your sexy voice. Gotcha. Oh, yeah. For yeah. later. I, tell me more, yeah. <laughs> uh, it involves a script. A script. It oh. does. I, I charge Actually, for that. it involves all of you. <laughs> nice. I'm out. I'm not taking that million. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you were down for the business idea. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Finger up the button in circles, yeah. Um, no no take-backs. You, you are in. I'll take us 250 care. always take backs take backs (laughs) no i mean it's yeah yeah at some point in my life like people thought i looked like steven seagal and i got that a lot i could see that yeah i could see i could see that that. i got that many times uh and then for a short period of time i think between being larger skinny whatever like ricky martin i got that for like a good year oh I like mean, I think person? I had my, like, actually hair, like, bleach blonde and stuff like that. That was, like, the late oh. 90s. Or... I feel like Ricky Martin's probably a lot smaller than you are, though. I'd... Probably a lot gayer, too. Uh, I, mean, I mean, right, but... Depends on if a million dollars. He's a handsome lad, though, correct. Yeah, he is. But people also think Gary's gay, so... Right, that is true. I knew that's... I knew that's Ricky Martin. Yeah, apparently, allegedly. Two swords. Yeah. I've been hit on by a lot of gay guys before. 
I, I'm flattered. really something else. I'm really good at that too. Like if you ask Boris, you know my cousin Boris, and you where we go because I mean we're we the families have known each other for a long time. I'm typically pretty good to have somebody approach me for <laughs> a conversation or something else. Huh. That just it just happens. I mean, it's very flattering. I appreciate I, it. Absolutely, one hundred percent. I mean, it's great. I mean, it's we can be friends. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I, I I I had it one. So I had this job at one point. This is it was an older lady, but I had this job at one point where I um, talked to people at their houses, and um, I had to to walk into this lady's house at one point because she had to sign some paperwork, or whatever. And uh, at one point, she's like, she was. Oof, I mean. I would say had to be like mid fifties, but looked like she was like mid seventies. Definitely a smoker her whole life. Like just you know the tip. She, she's like, oh, <laughs> she gets. <laughs> so are you married? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I am. And she was like, oh, that's too bad. Say, and then Lily, she goes, because it's been a long time. I'm like. Ooh, yeah, you know, yeah. I gotta, I gotta get going. She's yeah. like, "Are you sure?" Yeah, my like, wife's yeah. expecting me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I really appreciate it. But There's something harder than a hard pass. That's one <laughs> yeah, I was like, ah, yeah. and like, because it was like, I remember at one point it was wife. We always used to like. She was like, she's like, "I bet you," because I used to talk to a lot of people. She's like, "I bet you get hit on all the time." I'm like, I mean, not that it hasn't happened, but. Not the way you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no UPS driver involved. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. that's not how it works. Yeah, <laughs> bathrobe coming. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've seen some of those too. It's yeah. like, oh, no thanks. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know where that was going, but random. I like random. Yes. Um. Any more questions? Or are we shutting her down? Where we're at, we're at like what two hours, something like that. You got you got a final good one, final good one for us. We can wrap it up. You trying to say the other ones were not good? Those were good. I was just making sure it wasn't a crappy last one. <laughs> What's your favorite color? All right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, son of a bitch. Yeah. None of them. I hate color. Colored white. Yeah. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> like, give me something. Best advice you've received. And best advice you'd give if it would be different. Oh. Explain that. The last part. So the best advice that you've received True. personally, but then what's the best advice you would give in general if it's different than the best advice oh, okay, you've ever okay. received? Oh, okay, okay. That makes sense. You actually might be think. I'm going to answer, but not. So I'm just going to go. I'm going to pick my own funnel here. So I think the best advice I'm trying to give to my kids at this point, based on my life experience, because again, we're immigrants. You're like, you go to school, you go to college, you do whatever. I'm like, forget college. Like, unless you absolutely need to go to college, I'm going to college. So, I mean, my hope is that once my kids are old enough, if I can afford to or if I can help them, I want them to travel for like a year. Go out there and make bad decisions. Like, go figure yourself out. Just obviously. Don't do anything super fucking stupid. You know what I mean? Just go out there. Just live your life. Like, Because, I mean, what 18, 17-year-old? I mean, I'm sure that there's a small percentage, but truly most don't know what they want to do in life. So I think it's, for me, based on how I've been brought up, you know, just it's kind of like almost the opposite. Like, just go out there, live your life. If I can help you with that, and then you come back and you decide if going to college is the right thing for you or 
be an electrician, plumber, trade, whatever that is, and then just kind of figure out your life afterwards. Um, so kind of not, but still, but that that's the advice that I'm like trying to give to myself to give to my kids once they get to a certain age. That's been my kind of like epiphany. 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 Eureka moment <laughs> in the last probably four to five years. So. Good. Um, <clears throat> this isn't advice. This was something I got in trouble for many times. It's first thing that popped in my head, so I'll go with it. Um, my aunt used to always say, "What happens in this house stays in this house." So if something happened, like if we got a whooping or something, and we went and told the school teacher or something crazy, like, you're getting another whooping when you got home for repeating. <laughs> like so, you never repeat it. Um, I remember one situation in particular um my cousin had got in trouble and my other aunt had came over and they're like double teaming her yelling at her and it turned into basically beating my cousin's ass and there was like there was blood on the carpet like it wasn't like an all-out they jumped or anything but somebody got hit and there was blood on the carpet and uh and i saw it so when my the cousins that were my age came over. I was like, Anthony, Alicia, like, come here. I got to show you something. You see the blood on the carpet. That's that happened when this this was going down. I was downstairs, but I didn't see it. And uh, I was next. next. (laughs) Why would you go repeat that to them? Like, you don't even know what happened. You weren't even up here. Whatever. So, um, I think, I think in terms of, you know, whether that, whether that's, I'm just big on like what you know. People always tell me you never post anything on Instagram or whatever, unless it's your daughter. Unless it's because I don't need to create this this illusion that my life is this way. Or like I posted her playing soccer today. That's real life. That's what's happening right now. But I don't need to post that I got this perfect life or this extravagant vehicle or house or anything like that it's like those that need to know no yeah and if like, not they if, don't need yeah, to know so exactly so it's yeah. what happens in my life um stays in my life even relationships i've been in you never post any pictures of us that's that's much well number one this is my social networking if you don't like it then don't follow me number two i don't need the world to know my every move that we're out on a saturday night or it's not anybody's business. Social networking didn't even exist before 2004. So why all of a sudden is it ending relationships? Is it, you know, what dominates uh, what we do, where we spend most of our hours at, you know, going through Facebook and Instagram and so on? Um, I'm just not, trust me, I'm guilty. I, I enjoy Instagram and Facebook as much as the next person, but I don't need to put my life out out there for everybody to see. But it's there and you leave it there instead of bringing it with you. Correct. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, I don't post. I mean, I might post something every four or five months, something six months. <laughs> like, hey, my kid caught a fish or something like that. Or like, hey, I'm going to eat a nice steak or I made this dinner or something like that. Outside of that, there's not. I, I don't know. I just, I, I, people and have their lives. And it's, yeah, it's, it's cool yeah. to post, like, and this is just my opinion, but it's cool to post things about her and, um, you know, just the fun things you do. Like, when we were out on the boat, like, we yeah. took a pic. Like, yeah. that's cool to that's post. Cool. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, for what I do with bodybuilding and stuff, I almost have to post 
because people need to see the work the I'm doing. Right. right. So I'm so some more people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I also enjoy showing, you know, I put in a lot of time with these patients. So showing them off and, you know, that's, that's my trophy essentially. Um, so that's, that's the one, I think that's, that's something that stuck with me my whole life, whether you call it advice or a lesson learned, <laughs> what happens in this house stays in this house. Um, advice I'd give goes back to what we talked about, um, the last time when it was just me and that was basically about being independent and making your own decisions you know regardless of circumstance so there's a time and a place to provide and look out for other people but sometimes it's okay to be selfish and put yourself in your goals and your aspirations at the forefront of things um at the end of the day so and i went way into that but for the sake of repeating that whole thing um that would be the advice that'd be the advice i'd give her like make your own decisions don't let other people influence you you know the difference between right and wrong so make decisions that are going to benefit you whether it be short term or long term um you don't always have to do what everybody else is doing or what right. society says is that i'm big on that you do not have to do what society says is the norm no. marriage is the norm um uh if you have kids, you're supposed to get married. Uh, if you have a wedding, if you have a wedding, um, you're wedding supposed here. to do the wedding this way and and that way. And you got you're supposed to invite this person and that. I don't care what society. If, and you're supposed to wear what you have. the girls are supposed to wear a dress and the guy's supposed to wear a suit. If I want to wear pajamas to my wedding, <laughs> yeah. that's what I'll do because it's my experience and it's my memory. Whoever, whoever, I could vent on this all day because that drives me nuts. Like who, who came up with the idea? that a wedding like like you got you get married in a wedding dress that you'll never ever wear again quite possibly never ever fit in again let alone i'm just saying that goes, uh, that's across the board for men and women but you, you you pay all this money for this for a party that you really could throw in your backyard and everybody bring a covered dish and you party however yeah. you want to party it seems very commercialized but yeah it's just it's I, the last thing I ever want to do is get married and have do what everybody else did. Like it's it's not unique. It's not a it's a memory because all your your closest friends are there. But it's not. I don't know. It's just not unique. See, I think along those lines, I love my wedding. Like when we got married, because like to me, the biggest like part was like two things: the food has to be brought out to everybody within five minutes. And we had, our wedding was like 125 people, so it wasn't huge. It wasn't small. It was, I mean, it was. Like everybody needs, because that's always been a pet peeve of mine. If I go to a wedding or a function, if that dude's like finishing his plate before I even got like my initial part of it, I'm pissed. Like this sucks. So I'm, I'm just hungry. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So for me, those no, rule number one is like everybody, like pretty much within a matter of five, maybe ten minutes, but like everybody needs to have food in front of them. And then number two, plenty of liquor. Like we're just not running out. So so we had those two things covered. But in terms of like what we did, so like so we had our ceremony, which was kind of like rushed through. And then we walked from table to table, like doing shots, like doing that part of it. So we have whatever, 12 tables. And then we're at our at our own table within whatever, 20, 25, 30 minutes. And then we just had a good time. You know, so we got kind of like all the formalities out of the way. And we're like, all right, let's fucking have a good time. So, But the best advice, actually, I, 
anybody listening out there that's getting married. So two good pieces of advice that I was given before I got married. And this is like 10 years ago at this point. Chapstick, because you're smiling so much, like taking photos. So like just your lips get chapped. So, you know, if you're out there getting married, have some chapstick. <laughs> he's like, what is so <laughs> random. But I mean, it's like, I don't know, just things that pop to my mind. <clears throat> he's, he's like a commercial boy for Bliss Stack. That's right. <laughs> no, which, which one's the good? The, the bees, Bert's bees. Yeah, I'm, I'm out there. I'm available. Yeah. Uh, and then two is like when you do your shots, like have a beer bottle with you, like do your shot and then kind of like chase it back, but actually like get most of the alcohol back into the beer bottle. So this way, by the time you're not like doing 12, 14 shots, you're not like all effed up by the time you get to your table, unless you want to be effed up because, you know, if you're getting married for the wrong reasons. But that was one of those we literally, and again, we're talking about like we're Russian, so there's like bottles of vodka everywhere. So like every table we go to, there's a shot, 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 shot. So like I said, it would have been only. By the time we got back, it would have been like 12, 14 shots deep. So. Yeah, that vodka will sneak up on you too. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> So those well, are two good pieces of advice. I think that the, going back to the whole marriage thing, like, um, and like the wedding thing, like the whole structurality of it. And it's funny because, um, myself, like we didn't, we did the normal thing and even more, honestly, even like way beyond normal. Like we don't need to get into that, but like, I used to think about, it's like, like the whole wedding thing. Like why just, it's your day. Do whatever the hell you want. Like why? Like, it's it's even more that just it's when you're doing something for you and your person or whatever it is like do it do you like do whatever they want like you don't have to have this like societal like normality of what, the fuck's that what it's mean? supposed to look like yeah like what's that yeah. mean like I always it's it's and Judy from whatever somewhere BFE and stuff like that like I don't want to see these people like my the work colleagues. No offense. <laughs> you don't necessarily need your work colleagues at your wedding. But. Yeah, well, like, even I, mm. I tease the wife sometimes where it's like... What? The wife. Yeah. yeah, the wife. Yeah. yeah. Like, what, what is... Like, what's marriage? It's, it's some kind of weird binding contract yeah, like that a, we got in together with the government. And that you have to pay to get out of. Yeah, yeah like, what kind of horseshit yeah. is that? Like, so, like, I feel like... like <laughs> I understand the the idea behind huh? marriage yeah. and like and the the thought behind. Yeah, but, but back like, in the day, it was goats and cows were involved in land and like dowries. Yeah, yeah. like to me that makes more sense. Yes. But now it's like, oh, now I'm your like namesake. Like, yeah, I'm like name. I'm binding myself with you know the person that I love. Yeah, which is going to fail fifty percent of the time. Yeah, yeah and and like if if something happens where like we don't work out or even if like, if we do like, there's like these weird, like government, like right. contracts, that, like financially hey, ruined. Yeah. Or you get like, Hey, you get bonuses on your taxes and stuff. Like what kind of weird government, like, you know, sticking your hand in between, like, what, what is that? Yeah. What, what does this really mean? Like what kind of weird shit? We, we even got going came on up with that. Like, yeah. Like, what point? A government. A government came up with that. I mean, a religious Judea government. Like, yeah, like it's, yeah, that that's always like kind of a, a, a Judea, stick in Christian. my head. Yes. Like, what is, what is this? I don't, I don't get this. I don't remember what the question was. Actually, I mean, at this point, it's actually yeah. more expensive to be married than not, so. Yeah, I don't know anymore. It was yeah. just, like, why do I need to evolve the government? It's expensive to get out of it than it was to get into it. That too, but yeah. It's, that's but ridiculous. I don't know. It depends on who you are. Some people, well, it, I guess if you're spending that much money on a wedding, you're probably going to spend a lot more on the on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> um, Is it Tony's turn? For the advice? Uh, probably some <laughs> of the b- best advice. Uh, probably two things. So, Don't take a million dollars for any sort of sodomy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number one. Don't take money for anything. <laughs> um, 
So the, the one, it, it was advice, but it was actually what I learned through that advice. And it was kind of the opposite of that to, to an extent. So my dad, and I've said this before, uh, you know, very respectful, but like hard nosed dude, um, you know, underwater demolition, law enforcement. Uh, and so he, all, he always said to me, he was like two things. He was like, don't trust anyone. And he was like, don't fuck up. And so I always, I always was thinking of these things and, and I'm like, holy smokes. And those are, you know, maybe not what you tell to like a little kid. Uh, or at least qualify them. Um, and so in my mind for years, I was like, I can't, I can't fuck up. I was like, don't trust anyone. Don't trust you. Don't trust you. And so I, I think, you know, they either need qualified or I found out that, uh, you know, it's, it's okay to fuck up. Um, it's just what you do with that and not staying in that moment. Right. You have to learn something from it. And it's what, you know, makes you you, and hopefully you build some character out of that. Uh, and then you can trust people. Uh, it'd, be very, it'd be a miserable life if you couldn't trust anyone. Um, it, I'm sure there's there's a lot of dishonest people out there, but there's also some very trustworthy people, and it's it's part of building some awesome, lasting relationships, finding those people you can truly trust. So the other one was just uh, my mom uh, always told me, and, and my dad, that they, they said you can do anything. They're like, anything that you put your mind to, you'll be able to do it. And I was dumb enough that I, be I believed that. <laughs> But it actually kind of benefited me because I, to this day, I truly believe that like if there's something that I want to do, I'll figure it out and I'll do it, um, no matter what that is, uh, or I'll die trying, I guess. So, I, I think it's worked well for me so far. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I mean, you're still alive. I am still alive. <laughs> right. I am it's still positive. alive. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a positive <laughs> for you. Yeah. As far as the advice I'd give, I, I definitely like the Confucius Two Lives quote, the one that Naval quotes. Uh, or the other one by I think his name's like Gil Gilbali or Gilbalil. The um, oh, it's it's uh, don't ask yourself what the world needs. Uh, ask yourself what makes you come alive. For what the world needs is more people who've come alive. And I I know that you you have to earn some money in whatever it is you do. But man, it, I think if you truly love something and you're passionate about it and you're that good at it, you're going to figure out a way to, to earn enough money at it or enough people, are, they're going to be on board that they're going to follow you. Or at least you'll be happy and you'll be fine. Yeah. 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 So and get that's, the rat race. I, I actually had yeah. the chance to talk to, I think it was like a 17-year-old kid. One of the drug reps brought him, brought him into our clinic and she was like, any advice for him? And I, that was one of the things I gave him advice-wise. And I, the other advice was learn to laugh at yourself and don't take life too seriously. If you can do those things, man, you can almost just yeah. It doesn't matter what comes your way. It, it'll be all right. That's good. It's real good. Well, I guess it's my turn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, mine's, I think mine's kind of tied in together in a sense of it's not the same. It's kind of different. But um, it wasn't really advice given to me, but it was something that I read. And it's just, it, it was, it was semi-recently. It was within the last year. Um but it was Neil deGrasse Tyson's quote, the universe is under no condition to make sense to you. And I read it and I read it again and I read it again. I just kind of like, it's always stuck with me. I'm like, Oh yeah. I'm just long for the ride. Literally. I am. I'm just here. Like the universe does not give a shit. It really does. Not one bit. Yeah. Not no. one iota. So it's like when I was able to realize that, obviously it's not necessarily advice to me, but it, it 
allowed me to kind of pull some advice from it. It was like, you know, kind of throw away the things that don't matter because guess what? The universe does the same thing. It doesn't matter. Like all you got is what you have right now. And if you can move forward with realizing that like, it, it, it was kind of weird because I took like a complete like 180 from it as well is the universe doesn't matter or the universe you don't matter to the universe but in it allows you to do whatever you want and to be impactful and matter to the people around you because you don't have to do this one thing for the universe you don't have to be on the set road you don't have to you know focus solely on something or do you can do what makes you happy and what makes the people around you happy and you can be impactful even if it's in a small range because ultimately like you don't have this set path that you're on because the universe doesn't care about you so you can go wherever you want now do you do something good with it yeah or do you throw it all away? Or you just you're limited by your mind and your imagination? Yeah. So you know what? Like in 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 realizing that, as far as the universe is concerned, I don't doesn't I don't matter. That'll that frees me up. So it's interesting. Maybe right. I can do something because I don't. I'm not constrained. Right. By being nothing. It's not predetermined. Yeah, it's not predetermined, and by being nothing means that I'm not constrained by something. So now I have the freedom to do whatever I want. Yeah. I was going to say, so, I mean, a good friend of mine, he just, I was telling Tony about this. He did, he had a, an ayahuasca journey. So he did, oh. he did that for a couple of days. So that was actually one of his realizations is just the scope of the universe. So he was kind of like outside himself looking in and just in terms of just how much, what is going on out there but yeah at the end of the day you're you're kind of you're you're paving your own journey and yeah the universe doesn't care but there's still maybe some forces that are maybe trying to get you into a certain direction if you will but you still have the choice to do whatever you're doing but that was a huge revelation like to himself within you know his experience if you will in terms of just the scope of the universe and what's out there and how tiny we are and but there's still like that gravity is being exerted upon us yeah. Based on his feedback, so yeah, it was. Uh, I, I've heard a lot of things yeah. about that, and I would. I don't honestly. I don't know if I'd want to endure that because it sounds brutal. But my whole ayahuasca. I'm not. I'm not opposed to traveling down that road. Right. I don't think a drug test for that. No. Um, <laughs> don't fool. He said it was life changing. So. Yeah, but I can imagine. I, well, it's just weird that like you hear that story. It kind of. Honestly, <coughs> I've never done that, but it's one of those things where it's like, man, like. It, it 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 that's what it was. It struck me along the lines of when I realized how small I was. It made my brain realize how big I could be. Like it's some kind of weird. I don't know what you call that, but some sort of dichotomy. Yeah, it was like oh duality. Like something. because I don't matter, I can matter, or because I'm so small in the universe, I can be big in this. Well, what's that sign? Yeah. Like never, like nothing matters, so never mind. Or what's that? There's some sort of I don't know, I don't know if I saw that in The Simpsons at some point. Like, oh, I don't know if I know that one. Yeah, there's something like that. It's some sort of like actually like playing words, like based on physics or science. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We'll have to look it up afterwards. But yeah. 
the universe. The universe, yeah. It's I mean, it's it's been what eight billion some years old. Like, I mean, <laughs> who knows? The odds know. of any of us existing and then also being in the room is like astronomical. So, I mean, it's just how much. Like, Literally, that's what I'm saying. Like, how many genomes, everything <laughs> yeah. has to come together in order for us to just be born and. But then also come together and like I mean that's when you get to like the whole multi universe theory like just you know so many different options like it's unlimited in terms of like any anything could happen on the way over here and stuff like that so I mean it's just it, it can be pretty mind boggling if you allow it to yeah I do <laughs> at least open your mind to it at least consider the options yeah that's my problem because I think about it too much <laughs> I mean are you okay with yourself yeah then then it's not a problem yeah then forget what anybody else thinks so. Amen. Right? Yeah. Ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. Yeah. Any last words, Gary? Nothing. Nothing, he says. Gary looks like he got smaller during the show. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> that was the last time he was on. He ate like three pounds of food. We need to, we need to feed Gary. Let's feed Gary. Thank you, guys. Thanks. I'm fading. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us on this episode. Appreciate it as always. And if you have any questions, comments, ideas, or guest suggestions, leave them in the comments after you subscribe to the channel or visit chroniccuriosity.com to get in contact with us. And the store, which you can pick yourself up some fantastically curious merchandise. Until next time. See you.